Look at that. What's up? <laughs> I love That's it. How you start start. The show. That's how you start the damn show, man. We are back. Say more. Huh? I said, need we say more? We don't. You ready? Oh. to episode 113 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, Atlanta Falcons fan cast. My name is John, your host, joined by my man, Mr. Mike Cottrell from his new digs in Canton. Looking great, man. You tried, you switched it up again. I switched it up again. Oh, I got something nasty on the way, but skip me today. We going straight to our guests. Who cares about me? <laughs> Who cares about me? All right, I'm excited. It's only a few people on this planet that take the Atlanta Falcons as serious as I do, and we got one of them on the show tonight. So I'm excited. I don't want to talk about myself. Let's go. That's right, man. We got Miss Lisa Shepard of Blogging Dirty Man on the show with us. How are you doing, Lisa? Hey, you guys. Thanks for having me on. I definitely appreciate the invite. Oh, of course. Yeah, man. I mean, you've, I mean, obviously diehard fan and we've, we've talked some, obviously since, you know, for since we invited you on and awesome, like before we actually, let me, before we get into your stuff, coming to you from Rowdy Sports Network, as always, check out Rowdy Sports, make sure you Look, check them out. You can watch us on there. You can watch us, obviously, on our channel here. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. We'll get to the chat in a second. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Hit the like button. We are closing in on 700 subscribers. We're almost there. Um, on our way to 1,000. By the way, shout out to our man, Alberto, for hitting 1,000, man. Alberto! Congrats. Congrats. How about you, Alberto? I mean, great show, man. Uh, 95 North Falcons Talk Show. Make sure you all check him out. Um, was awesome to see that. So, anyway, um, so we're going to get there too. So subscribe and tell all your friends, share, like button, all that good stuff. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, drop us a five-star review. We much appreciate it. It helps us uh, get the word out on those platforms as well. Lisa, your Falcons fandom. Let's just start there, man. Let's, Let's just start, start there. there. Let's go. You got, a, you got an awesome story, so you got to tell it. Well, a lot of people are like, well, why you go so hard for the Falcons? And where did your interest in football come from? Well, my dad, I mean, it all boils down to him. Um, he was a football player, um, played high school football in New Jersey, got a college football scholarship to Morris Brown College here in Atlanta. Uh, he was a football coach in Atlanta Public School. So he was all about football. So when I came along, I mean, he was still coaching. And so I was just always around it, you know, the X's and O's and being around the athletes and all of that. So football was just one of those things that I just gravitated towards. I mean, clearly I never played the game myself, but the interest was always there. And then when I became a teenager, when I was old enough to start working, I worked at the old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. So there I got to watch all the home Falcons and Braves games. So, you know, my fandom was just kind of embedded in me. And when, um, you know, when Sundays rolled around for the road games, my dad and I would sit in the living room and watch Falcons football. So, you know, when people say, well, when did it start? I mean, and I even asked my brother because my brother is older than me. 
And he was just like, Lisa, you know, football has been a part of our lives since the beginning. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't give a date. And obviously, you know, my dad had to explain the game to me once I was old enough to understand it. But I mean, for instance, I was in high school. I was the uh, statistician for my high school football team, that kind of thing. So I've been a football nerd all my life. I love it. John has muted his mic on accident, as always. <laughs> no, I was, go. gonna, I, didn't wanna, okay. I, didn't, I was gonna drink. I didn't want to interrupt your story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, I love to hear that, Lisa. I'm gonna tell you, man. What's your father's name? Alexander. Ed, Alexander has he passed away? Could yeah. you say I'm past him? And that's another thing. You know, because football was a bond that we shared. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that you know he brought me into football. So now that he's since passed, you know, me keeping up the tradition is a way, you know, for me to express my love and maintain the connection to him. So Long that's why the Falcons. I will, yeah, the, me and the Falcons till I die. So. Long live him. Long <laughs> live that dude for doing that. I love it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's an awesome story. Um, and it was crazy. I mean, when you said you worked at and I Fulton County Sam, I was like, it's not possible because you can't. There's no way you worked at there because you look younger than both. My <laughs> uh, no. Hey, so here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying, Lisa. Um, I I had put on Twitter one day. I had a uh, a thing where I said that my fandom started uh, at. That wasn't like yeah, too legit to quit. That was like mm -hmm. 91. Mm -hmm. And all these people came and was like, man, I rem I remember it was a, a your Fulton County Stadium. Yeah. And I was blown away because I, I had to sit for a minute and was like, man, my I didn't even know it was a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. had so I have to ask you this. When you first started as a child, who was your favorite player? Who was the first player that just took your whole like imagination when you was a kid? First starting like in the Falcons. Who was Well, you gotta remember, you know, uh given my age, see Barkowski was my first QB. So ah, that, ooh, that's nasty. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. So yeah, and then you know, just seeing the old school Falcons. And I yeah. love when like Falcons legends come to different Falcons events because yeah. I love that they still remain connected to the team, yep. even though at this point. It's been decades, so yeah. you know Gerald Riggs, uh, Riggs, alternative. I mean, you know the usual yeah. suspects. You know yeah. what I mean. Um, but they still hang around the team and still do, you know, community service, or they'll be sometimes to the open practices now at the bins. But yeah, yeah I mean, I for it. me, it was you know Atlanta because at first it was Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Then we had the Georgia Dome, and then now we have the bins. I love it. I love it. I love it. So obviously, you know, you've been writing. How long have you been writing for Blog and Dirty? Oh, I just started this year, just so I'm still year. new. To, yeah, I'm new. Shout to out to We're hiring Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's she's had some. Well, I've read your article, so you had some great articles. You're a great writer. Oh, I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. So, what have you been? We'll just plug some of your articles. What have you been working on? What you got out there now? What, what's coming up? Okay, so my um, latest article, which came out last week, y'all remember when the NFL made that weird post with Super Bowl 51? <laughs> oh, yeah. So they made the post, then took it down, oh, yeah. which yeah, just caused a whole bunch of conversation about, you know, is the NFL really trolling us? But then to me, more weird than the actual posting of the game was them deleting it because I'm not yeah. really familiar with the NFL's Twitter deleting post. So. Yeah. It was like, well, what was behind that? So, you know, I basically just did a quick article on, you know, Twitter reacts to the uh, NFL posting of Super Bowl 51, then Twitter reacts to the NFL deleting its post about Super Bowl 51. So I kind of got both because, of course, Falcons Twitter 
went nuts and you know and of course you know the uh patriots fans loved it and of course the aints with their typical mm-hmm. you know uh trolling of the falcons behind you know our loss but it was it just caused it, it just made it made us have a lot of questions but mm-hmm. prior to that and i really enjoyed um this article writing about this article remember when the falcons announced that they had been awarded marketing rights in germany so okay. I connected with some German Falcon fans for an article, which I was, I didn't know that we had much of a tie. I, I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? So what happened was I had met, I think in 2019, a German Falcons fan and we kept in touch. He came from Germany. He wanted to see the team play at the Benz, but also he did a road trip. He, uh, I think he went to, if I'm not mistaken, Houston and maybe Seattle. So he came all the way from Germany, saw a home game, and then he also fought the team for two road games. And unfortunately, every game he attended, the Falcons did not win. And I felt so bad for him. But, you know, he said it was a great experience. He got to see his team play at the Benz and on the road. But just the fact that that was his level of fandom. And I said, well, what? you know you're from germany like how did this connection to the falcons happen and what it was for him was he had been an exchange student here in in atlanta well i think the family actually lived in marietta but he just he's a sports fan so he adopted uh the falcons as his nfl team and and he's just die hard he he said you know through the ups and downs he'll never let them go he has the gear um and he recently had a little baby girl and i said i got you i'm gonna send her some falcons gear so she'll be a little dirty bird uh in germany but yeah and it's just it was just interesting to hear the different stories they have in atlanta in atlanta falcons germany fan club and um you guys probably saw the video that the team mm-hmm. posted of them visiting with them i mean it's a whole deal and mm-hmm. many of them are going to be at our london game they've already made plans flights are booked hotels are booked so i was just like wow and kind of and so he put me in touch with other uh german falcons fans and i actually you know was in contact with the german falcons fan that was featured in the announcement so mm-hmm. you know and he's kind of like the 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 leader of the uh german fan german fan club for the falcons so and he's you know he's in touch with falcons and Zex, and they're planning some really cool things over there so i'm excited to see how that develops lisa awesome. i gotta tell you this you gotta go on twitter ski shepherd the number one crazy Falcon fan in Germany. We cannot leave. Oh, uh, okay. Steve Shepard, you got to do it. He's he been rocking since day one. Steve love Shepherd, to hear it. Please contact this man. He is nuts. <laughs> I, and we love him. We love it's him. Great. He's like, God, please. He's the German yeah. Falcon fan, which I don't like. I was like you. I'm like, how does that even happen? Yeah. And they got hard. And I mean, man, it's, it's just like... But there are some people who stay in like Powder Springs that it's too far for them to like the Falcons. So I'm loving it. Right. And I mean, and just to see that level of fandom with, you know, some of them have never been to Atlanta, but by the same token, there are plenty of them that have been to Atlanta. So that article was really cool for me because I got to they, you know, they sent me pictures of them being at the bins and, you know, tailgating and just, you know, being a Falcons fan. So that was just, again, if you're a Falcons fan, you get money with me. And I love just kind of hearing that story. So that's past articles. Um, what I'm working on now, and it should be um, published in the next couple of days, 
you know, I just thought about fandom and the levels of fandom, right? I mean, you know, as sports fans, we have the hoodies, the jackets, the t-shirts, the hats, all that kind of stuff. But I didn't know that so many people had Falcons tattoos, (laughs) you know? So what happened was I just put, you know, again, you know, I just kind of come up with my own content and the idea just, you know, came into my brain, like, I wonder how many people out there have Falcons tattoos. So I'm in uh, a couple of Falcons groups. Um, Atlanta Bird Gang is one. Dirty Bird Nation is another. They have, you know, over 30,000 members in each group. And I just put it out there like, hey, I'm Lisa. I write for Blogging Dirty. If you have a Falcons tat, let me know. Send me a picture. So I didn't expect as many as I got. I mean, I was just like, all these people walking around with Falcons tattoos. I love it. So it's one thing to put on a T-shirt. But to make the decision to get, you know, your team inked on your skin, I was like, I want to write about them. So that article will be coming up next. I cannot wait for that. Lisa, you seen the cars? Have you seen the the, the whole cause with, with somebody do the whole mm-hmm. cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nuts. I love it. I love yeah, it. I love it too because they letting you know what time it is. Like, yep. you got to yep. ask no questions. You already know what <laughs> team I rep. So yep. I like that kind of fandom. You I know what it. I mean? And I must admit, um, you know, there are, you know, obviously some fans that had, you know, tats for a long time, but several, um, in fact, one um, fan in particular, uh, she said that she was planning to get um, her first. Falcons tat um, after after we won our Super Bowl. But okay. as we know, we didn't win it, right? But mm-hmm. she said she went ahead and got it anyway because her her fandom for her team doesn't waver. So she got, mm-hmm. and she said it made her feel better. So mm-hmm. she actually has two, ta- two sports tattoos. One is Atlanta Falcons. She got that one after we lost. And then she also is a big fan of Atlanta United. So she reps both teams that play it. in the bands. Awesome. So like the Falcons tat is here and then the United tat is here. But she it. got after they won the MLS Cup in 2018. So that is the I don't know. Hold on, and this is off the subject. Hey, shout out what to is, Ashley. That's Ashley. You'll you'll read about her in the article. Shout out to Ashley. But let's get to you real quick. What is that on your wrist? Because that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. Is, what is oh, that? A it's watch? just a bingo. It's just a bracelet. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a watch. I was just saying, God. <laughs> I thought he was getting ready. Like it was like a portal. No. <laughs> hey, I was going. All right, okay. It's just an accessory. I love it. I love it. That's hilarious. Hey, right, well, Lisa, man, that was that's awesome, and definitely look forward to having that. Awesome. One of the one of the tattoos I saw was, um, dude had like Braves, Hawks, Falcons, like it was an oh, entire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, so it's you know, and also I will say a lot of uh, fans opted for the throwback Falcons logo, the retro yeah. logo, the retro. Yeah, that's the one. But you know, for those, because you know. Uh, many people have multiple tats, like some had sleeves, basically mm-hmm. some had all ATL or Atlanta. I was just like, wow. And, and you know, that to me is just a different level of fandom. And I'm like, I'm here for it. I'm here mm-hmm. for the Falcons, Inc. My fandom, I got uh, Follies, Strokers, uh, Onyx, Magic City. Like, uh, that's my level of fandom. Like, I'm going to go get those tattoos uh, pretty soon. I love it. Yeah, let's just hop. Let's hop. You are too much, sir. You're too much. <laughs> let's hop in the chat before we get started. Man, Matt Mike, what's up, man? He said Frank Darby won't. I know what he's oh. talking about. He's talking about the uh, the roster cut. Uh, <laughs> the title of the show. <laughs> Bubba Gump, what's happening, man? Bubba Gump, Steam Shrimp. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Let's what's go. going on? That's my man. man. There he is. There's Bird. Hey. 
Let's see you, Dirty Fanatics United. Chase Thomas. What's, what's up, Chase? Make sure y'all check out Dirty Fanatics, man. He's doing a great job over there. Just started this show, oh, brand new. So make sure y'all check it out. Um, hey, look who's there. On hey, time. what up? Hey. <laughs> Gary said, what up, John? Oh, I'm like, see, and I'm on time hey, today. Hey, you finally on time. It, it, so it's no Walmart run. I love it, Gary. <laughs> She said, excited for the show tonight with Miss Lisa. She's truly an awesome person, diehard Falcons fan. No doubt about it. Uh, Miss Pam was cracking. Pam. Kara, what's going on? Yay. Make sure y'all check out Kara one time for the fan. Love her. Great show as well. Hey. Mr. Edward Mitchell hey, was cracking in. Uh, let's see. Let me get to a few more people. Jordan, what's going on, buddy? My man. Good to see I you, man. I'm on you, buddy. Madtown Dirty was cracking, Mad man. Madtown Dirty. Uh, anyway. Damn right. Uh, Bertha said, energy is up. You know it, dude. And that's Lisa. We got to love Lisa, man. We got Lisa. Kenny, my man, Lisa. Uh, he says, what up, Big John and Money Mike and Miss Lisa. Can't wait to hear what y'all cooking. You know we cooking. We got Lisa on. But who's going to tell Uncle Steve Felipe <laughs> not going to make the team this year? Uh-oh. Uncle Steve, where you at? Oh, man, that's great. Um so, I was surprised they uh, they um because you know Franks was on the trip to Germany. I was just was. like, he still, he's still Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. This, this might be it for him though. We'll get to it. This, <laughs> this might be it for him. Um, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. There's no way. Yeah, but that same thing I, I said. <laughs> I We're we gonna get her skin thing at the like the end of the show. We're gonna get her whole skin routine at the end of the show. <laughs> Yeah, what products. See what products. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. My man Kenny. What's going man, on, Atlanta? What's supporter? up? Hey, ATL supporter. Yo, what is your name? You never you never answer me when I ask you that. What is your name? I don't want to keep it's, calling you that. I'm dude, I already told you this is you. You're just doing this shit by yourself. I know, side. right? Hey, look, know. he got all my opinions. So or she. I don't want to, I don't know. But mm -hmm. let me know. Because I love you. <laughs> Use that portal. Hey, that's what I'm saying. We're going to in that bracelet. We're going to the Super Bowl. That's right. Chef 5X. Chef What's good, everybody? Let's turn up for them birds. Yes, sir. Let's go. Love helpful. So love your story, Lisa. You gotta love Thank it. Thank you. You gotta love it. All right. So a little bit of Falcons news, and we'll get into some other. We got we got a lot to talk about, actually. We do. So it's, it's, do been it. a, it's been a weirdly kind of a busy week, um, and like football. And I mean, what the, what, the rookies just, just uh, reported. We got the <laughs> veterans reporting on Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be there next Thursday yes, to see the uh, start of uh, training camp. Love so it. that'll be fun. Cannot wait to get out there. Um, let's see. I was going to – yes. Yeah, okay. So it uh, looks like our boy, Mr. Pitts, is going to be right. If y'all saw the video of him running, he looks just fine. So anybody that was worried about him, y'all can probably chill a little bit. He looks like mm -hmm. he's going to be just fine. He it wasn't announced by the team, of course, but, like, he put it – I think it was on IG. Yeah. You know, he put there be no pup list for him this year. So – you know, good for that. Um, four Falcons did make the top 10 of their positions as voted on by NFL execs, which is pretty cool. Um, I thought that uh, a few could have been higher. Um, like AJ was ranked top 10 corner. or He was number 10 as far as the corners. Mm -hmm. um, thought he could have been a little bit higher than that. But, hey, you know, uh, Chris Lindstrom, number seven interior offensive lineman, which I was. How? Yeah, well, yeah, they included. higher. They included centers too, so it kind of oh, threw like okay. guards. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But uh, and then Kyle Pitts, number seven tight end. So He's hurt. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the the yeah exactly. Basically, only have one one full season when another season. Go off of you know, yeah. 
Yeah, basically. Uh, and then Jesse Bates was number six safety overall. So, uh, no, let's man. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing to, nothing to uh, be upset about there. Uh, did y'all see Desmond on NFL Live today? Absolutely, caught him. So Dan Orlovsky and uh, the other host, I can't think of his name, but anyway, they shout out to Dan Orlovsky because he actually been showing us some love lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but they, they talked to him and he was, they were asking like, what was the biggest challenge, I guess, for throwing to like, to, to throw into pits in London. When he said his biggest challenge was missing them. So he kind of set himself up a little bit like, so dude, if you're telling me you can't miss them, like <laughs> you, know, you better, you better not, not be like, missing them by 10, 15 yards. You got people on your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, he had a great interview. I mean, you know, he's like, like we, Mike and I, we talked about before. I mean, he's been a professional since mm-hmm. he stepped in the league. I mean, yep. that's just kind of his, you can just tell, like he, he answers everything like he's been doing it for a while. Yeah. Um, but he's, they asked him about Bijan. He said, you know, just, just to see that explosiveness in person was just mm-hmm. crazy. You know, he's seen it on film, but seeing it in person was just wild. So looking forward to working with him getting and developing that rapport with Pitts. so mm-hmm. i mean all good stuff man and then they and then actually oloski went on to like show a little like clip of a couple of seam like a seam route that desmond bred really well and threw a great ball for and like just you know it's just cool to see some actually positive yeah. things about desmond instead of folks mm-hmm. crapping on him you know so yeah that was good he handles in my opinion he handles the media really well um it was a um a while back where uh, a reporter asked him if he knew about the negative, you know, comments that people were making in mainstream media. And he was like, I mean, I have a TV. So, mm-hmm. and I like that he didn't back away from it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I like that he didn't say, oh, you know, I'm not really paying attention to any. No, he was just like, I got a TV. So he knows. And I hope that motivates him, that negative, those negative comments. And, you know, I really hope that motivates him and he comes out and balls. Lisa. I would love to, you know, just stick it to these people that oh, like he's not a, you know, a professional athlete playing in the NFL. Uh, Lisa, all right, so I can't be uh, rational when it comes to the team. So I'm just let's start there. But I need you to be right now. I need you to tell me what is your most positive takeaway from him. It could be from uh, the way he handled media. What is the best thing that you've seen about him so far about Medesmond uh, Ritter? Mm-hmm. And I need you to give one critique of something that you feel like it don't got you don't got to trash him, but just of a thing you feel like he should improve upon or he can work on. Okay, well, one let's one. start with the positive. Um, the Falcons had a, a player appearance recently at Atlanta Station. It included Ritter, Drake London, and Tyler Algier. So, of course, Falcons fans everywhere just seeing how he handled the crowd. You know the demand. I mean very professional but friendly um of course you know they wanted people to kind of move through the line quickly so he didn't Mm -hmm. have a lot of time to spend with every fan i mean he was signing everything from jerseys posters you know rookie carries rookie cards like you Mm -hmm. know all kinds of stuff um but you know he did engage with everyone so it was just good to kind of see him you know engage with the fans in that way Mm -hmm. um so that was good to see in person because I saw it for myself. Okay. I mean, I think in terms of his play on the football field, though, um, just him getting familiar with the the playbook. I mean, I think the mindset that he had last season, I mean, he knew he was 
backing up Mariota. So that would be different versus knowing you're the starter. Yep. So, and yep. we know he's putting in work. You know, there are things that we do see that the Falcons show us, but there's a lot that we don't see. So we know that he is working with London. I mean, they're boys, they're boys off the field. Um, I'm assuming, you know, he and Pitts are doing their thing. So I just think, you know, again, with time, I mean, four game people are trashing him over a four game sample size. And I'm just That's like, y'all yep. come on. Like, you know, give the man, a give the man a chance, like give him, you know, let's see what we can. And I mean, he's had a full off season training camp starts next week. So it's, it's almost go time. You know what I'm saying? Like we finally made it through, like that's, that's why I was like, yay for the football season. Like it's, it's, you know, it's coming, you know, slowly, but surely we made it through the rough part of the year. Cause you know, once training camp hits, and then, you know, the preseason games start. And then, you know, we got Football. Carolina week one. So I expect to see improvement. And like I said, I mean, it's not like Ritter was a bad player. Now, what I am also talking about, you know, a lot of people put Ritter as a big question mark. In my opinion, is Arthur Smith in this I play. knew you were coming. I knew you was going to say that, Lisa. But go you ahead. Why? Why because, you that? I mean, with all the offensive weapons, how will he – make sure that, you know, he's leveraging and maximizing everybody. You know what I'm saying? Algier, uh, now we got Bijan, you got Johnny Smith, of course, Pitts, you know, you got CP, Drake London. Like, come on, Arthur Smith, you know, because he talking about, you know, negative. He, he, he admitted that, you know, there was some questionable play calling that he had. And so mm -hmm. my thing is, now you have the addition of these offensive pieces how are you going to, you know, utilize them? I can't wait. I mean, I'm excited, and I hope Arthur Smith come through for us because, to me, I mean, yeah, obviously, Ritter being the quarterback, we need him to play well. But since, you know, you know, Arthur Smith is doing double du duty as head coach and offensive coordinator, let's go, sir, because this I is on it. you. I love it. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And if y'all saw Fresh Cuts on the Atlanta Falcons – uh, YouTube channel. If you haven't, go watch. I love that. I love that. Freaking, I love I mean, Harry like, Douglas. Dude, Harry and we gotta, I'm gonna reach out to Harry. I don't, I mean, you know, all, yeah, I, can Harry, tell, all I can tell us is no, right? Um, but um, Harry, John Abraham interviewed Clay Campbell, Jesse Bates, and John o. Smith. And mm -hmm. they were all like, like, if, like I said, if you haven't watched it, I mean, I'm not, I can't tell you the whole thing, it, yeah. but it being like basically, you know, Harry was talking about his days in Tennessee mm -hmm. um, when. Arthur was, you know, quality control or whatever he was. And, you know, and he, he could see then, you know, that this guy was going to be, you know, working his way up the ranks and be a head coach one day. Mm -hmm. um, and then Calais said when he was looking to, you know, sign with the team, he was talking to some people he knew, some other coaches he knew in the industry, in the, in the business. He said, yeah, what do you think about Arthur Smith? And he said, oh, well, I know he's the toughest one to scheme against. And so like he, he's, yeah. he's, he has that, like he's like, and we'll get into this too. I listened to a podcast that y'all listen to too. It's called The Play Callers. If y'all have seen this on Twitter, shout out to JR. He put me on this from pound to pound. Yeah. Um, it's it's about it's a five part uh thing from the athletic. And it's um was it it's, it's McDaniels. No, I'm sorry, it's uh Sean McVay, uh Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, um Mike uh LaFleur, and then uh Daniels from the Dolphins. And they all talk about like, you know, kind of their how they they're basically their rise to where they are now and like they're how it all how it came about all the play calling so like you know arthur's on that next tier down i think he's got to prove it this year because mm -hmm. he's shown some he's shown like there's been spurts you're like damn what a fantastic call or like what a great series like you know like they had no idea and i think he's got that type of ability 
He just hasn't had the team yet to do it. So oh, this okay. year he's got the team to do yep. it. So, I mean, like Lisa just said, like now it's got to be, yeah. How are you going to optimize all these skilled players mm-hmm. that you have? Yep. You know, and like, how are you going to scheme these guys open? And, mm-hmm. like, and, and like, and Lisa, we said that a few weeks ago, like, honestly, I don't care who leads the team in receptions. I don't care who leads the team mm-hmm. in rushing. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to be scoring a shit ton of points every game. I just want to, uh, I just want us to stack W's. However we get yeah. it, however we get it. That's it. That's it. I and mean, I'll be gonna... honest, man. I I think that the team is so talented. I don't care, man. It will prove you incompetent if you can't be successful with it. Cause I because okay. I'm all for excuses. If you hurt, if you don't got the things you say you need to be successful, but once I give them to you and you still struggle, it's you. And I got to be realistic about that. I'm out of my fucking mind, but I got to be realistic about that too. Like you fucking up, you fucking up, you personally. So I'm all like I said, I don't I'm not with trash and over. I'm hoping he he win it. Yeah, like, yeah, man. That, that, that's my coach until he prove otherwise. Until he yeah. you're not my coach, then I'm gonna turn on him. But I'm gonna <laughs> ride with him until he but I think um I don't want I I speak to all Falcon fans when I say this. Don't judge the man till after the season. You cannot do it. You gotta let him have a full season where he shopped for groceries, he where he got what he asked for. And I think he'll be successful. I got faith in Arthur Smith, man. I, really I mean, year three is important. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You know, when uh, Fontenot and Smith first got here, they they said that they wanted, wanted to build a culture of sustained winning, and we haven't mm-hmm. had that yet. So mm-hmm. year three is when it needs to start. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and the owner, Arthur Blank, is not getting any younger. Right. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I feel like the leeway that maybe he gave other GMs and head coaches he ain't got the kind of time. So, you know, not saying that he'll, you know, just make um, a rash decision. But, I mean, he even said it. I mean, he said publicly, you know, basically that he's expecting different outcomes with this 2023 season. So, I mean, Blank said it. As he should. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't add what we've added in the offseason and not expect more. Like, I mean, I've said it, I don't know how many times. We were three plays away from 10 wins last year. Three plays. Yeah, three stupid ass plays, and and with the with the squad that we had, yeah. So like you know, you look at all the above grades we've had. I mean, there's no way. I mean, you can't if mm-hmm. it's a seven win. I mean, it would be a gigantic disappointment if it's yeah. something. Something's yeah. went totally wrong. If that's right, happened. yeah. You know, and and I, and I I thought Arthur like for the most part like his biggest, I mean, his biggest I guess goof ups has really been the situational thing. Like there's been and it, and it's just been him. I think just outthinking himself. Like you yeah, know, just yep. Just, dude, just it ain't gotta be what Rock you know. Right. I mean, if it's yeah, just do what's it, working. It, like, right, does that cool. Washington game come to mind? Where oh, we oh, don't do it, Lisa. I'm sorry. I, my I mean, I, I, I took it to heart because I was there in the rain, yeah. and you know, I'm thinking we about to win it, and they, I, I, I literally. I just couldn't. Why are we throwing in that situation, sir? What? Yeah, yeah. Because yep. look, if you run it there. And you don't make it okay, but understand I mean, you why you do. You can live with that, yeah, right? That's what we do. That's what we do. And I, and then you and you're going to run to the right side behind the guys you've been doing and having success with. I get it, but not. Yeah. See, that, that's 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 a perfect example. So I mean, like that stuff, and he knows that. Like he, you know, he he's went back and he's watched film. He's self scouted. He knows he's there's places he's got to be that got to improve as well. So. um you know, I, I think he'll be just fine, man. Like, I, like Mike and I both, and Lisa. I'm excited. Both, I'm excited yeah, I mean, to we, see excited. how he puts it together. Like, man. you got the talent. Um, oh 
Man, it got everything. But I will say this too, and again, it's a spinoff. But not only is the team better than we've had, and like the talent, I believe the coaching is as well. Oh, and big the staff time. is all right. Um, but also, I gotta say this: if y'all aren't paying attention to the content that we got now, and I mean the podcast that's out now, uh, we got. Savion is on for the Falcons now. Matt Ryan is on the the thing for the Falcons now. Man, we got Lisa now blogging dirty. We got man out of your Falcon mind. We got Birdo. You know what I'm saying? And all the people who done been killing, man. Mad Mike, Smitty, and Low, all in. Dog, you getting ready to get the best Atlanta Falcon shit you ever seen this year. And I mean that from everyone on the field, the staff, and then the content. You getting ready to see some shit this season. I mean that on YouTube. I mean that on TikTok. I mean that on podcasts. I mean that for the writers. You getting ready to get the best season you had since you was a kid, man. That's facts. Just so you know. Yeah. And I mean, and uh, you know, and going back to fresh cuts, I mean, Calais said during that thing too, he said, yeah, he's like, you know, he could see what they were building here. Like, and he loved the, he loved the meeting with Arthur. Like everything was just, you know, like I said, when you got a guy that's been in the league that long, when he says that, that means a lot. That's why he was my favorite offseason. Because like for him to pick us at, over even thinking about going to Buffalo or the Jets, yeah. And just I mean that's that's huge. I mean like because you know he obviously he wants to win. I mean he's I mean he's only got it you know he's a year or two probably left on his career. So I mean the fact that he chose us is ridiculous, yeah. man. I love it. A1 and forever, really man. like fresh cuts. I feel like you know the questions that uh, Abraham and um, Harry Douglas are asking those guys really. You know, for people to say, you know, the Falcons aren't good, you know, I'm like, but we have top tier players that want to be here. You yep. know, they want to be a part of, you know, this next iteration of the Atlanta Falcons. That's huge to me because, yeah. you know, we obviously, you know, had, you know, sour taste in our mouth, you know, from previous um, franchise players that wanted out of Atlanta. So it's refreshing to have, you know, current players who had options to go other places that want to come to the A and they want to help, you know, turn this around for our team. So, you know, the fact that they're stating that publicly and just the conversations that they've had, I believe it's three episodes of Fresh Cuts. I've enjoyed it all. And I think I, you know, I, I, I would like to get more type of that content, you know, where they are kind of, you know, having the players in and they just kind of shooting the breeze and, mm-hmm. you know, because as a fan, because, you know, you do have to wonder, well, why did you come here? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and they tell you why, you know, mm-hmm. for some it's the city, for some it's, you know, Arthur Smith, Arthur Blank, you know, whatever their reasons may be, the fact is they decided to come here to help our team. So. Yeah, and it's you know it's, it's different. I think coming from players, I mean they're, they're going to be more open. They're going to be give you more information than they are going to be you know just mm-hmm. a, a media guy. You know exactly. So, yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. A mm-hmm. one forever, man. Shout out, good a one. Thanks for being here, man. Make sure y'all check out a one's channel too, man. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Atlanta sports. I hear a lot of people hating on Desmond Ritter. I don't care. I'm ten two. I'm ten two toes down. I'm QBs too legit to quit. It's chosen is his name or her name, but I love you for that. Yeah, because you always rock like out of your falcon mind. Just, hey, Pamela. Pam. Yeah. The New Orleans yeah, I mean, game was a turning point for me. He was more pro ready to start. Yep, he was. Yeah, his poise was great. I mean, like he, that's what. Che- yeah, he said, "I love his." Shep said, "I love his poise in the pocket as well as being able to create plays with his legs." However, mm-hmm. I like to see him use legs just a tad bit more and clean up the deep ball. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. 
You yes, will. Sir. There's nothing, you will. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Okay. Ms. Pam said that our playbook is wide up. Yeah, yes, absolutely. let's go. And Brian, what's up, Brian? Good to see you, man. Brian. Tish, Tish what's going on? I agree, Miss Lisa. I'm looking forward to seeing some creative play calling. It better come. Last year was just a wash because of, ugh, I'm going to skip that, and lack <laughs> of top talent around him. Now we will see yep. what Coach Smith can really I do. I agree. Yep. I agree. Yeah, Chef says this is the first time he's been here with a solid team since he's yeah. been here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he yep. really is. Yeah. And they said, I really hope the And that's no diss to Matty Ice. Don't you do it. We're not dissing Matty Ice. We That's no diss to Matty. But uh -uh. yeah, the team. This would be great. I really hope the Benz has the rights to the nine to five song. If you play every time that Drake scores TV, that'd be awesome. That'd be great, man. Yeah, first time. Absolutely, man. And Chef said, quick question. Do you think Des can have a better year than what Daniel Jones had this past year? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it yeah, all depends on – I think it's – well, it's a totally different offense. That's the thing. We don't know. Like, I know, you know, Art yeah. says he wants to be more balanced, but – and, and there's no question he'll be a better passer, I think, than what mm -hmm. Marcus was. I just – Marcus is not a good passer. We know that. Um, but, yeah, it just, it just depends, I think. You know, he, he he could – I mean, that stupid PFF bets thing was, like, over or under 2,600 yards. Like, that's yeah. averaging 153 yards a game. Like, if he's not mm -hmm. doing that, we got problems. Like, we've got yep. problems. Um, so, yeah, I think that could – yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be very close. But, hey, hopefully, dude, thank you. Hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. We love you, man. Thank you, buddy. Man, I got yeah, I got to get, like, a special – uh, last year we were in every game except Cincy. I feel like everything is coming together this year. Hopefully, hopefully, we love you, buddy. Thank you. I was late on the applause. I had to put that in there for the. Uh, I love it. Appreciate the super chat, man, very much. So, um, there, the Miss Derfernag uh, said, Miss Lisa, much love. Love your articles. Hope to collaborate. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm mm -hmm. down with y'all. Jamal, what's going Jamal, on? Oh, what's good, man? Chef said, no, I love him, man. Look, hey, you know, I could go for an hour. I don't start another podcast. Yeah, you definitely could. Um, <laughs> all right. So, oh, we were good. We both could. Oh, um, man. And, but, well, you know, it's funny. You were just like speaking on this. Was, this was, I, I thought this article was hilarious. So, um, Happy Hour Sports wrote an article about um, the, the, our division, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they, basically predicted us another seven win season um which i mean it's not it's been multiple ones but the, but this is how it's described so it's uh where i think the falcons will struggle is on defensive side of the ball atlanta fans will tell you that their struggles have been uh in the trenches and then on defense and they once again did nothing in all caps to build on this this offseason the Falcons brought in Bud Dupree and Calais Campbell, which on paper are two big names. So you look at their ages and guess where the production is projected to go next due to how old these guys are. Dupree is 30 years old. He's the same age as Grady Jarrett. Mm -hmm. Also the same age as David, David Onyemata. We know how old Calais is. Mm -hmm. Didn't mention Taquan Grand coming back. Didn't mention Eddie Goldman coming back. Mm -hmm. Didn't mention Timmy Horn, who's fighting for a spot, going to come back. Uh, or any, or even the edge play. Anyway, Atlanta were able to add Jesse Bates, Jeff Okuda to their secondary, but when the opposing quarterback has all the time in the world due to having zero pressure on him, makes the lives of secondary so much more miserable. I may have been, may have the wrong perception here, but it just feels like Saints, Ravens, and Lions successfully dumped off their any aging and or failed players on defense to Atlanta. What's his name? <laughs> it's from Happy name, Hour John? Sports. It's, it's, it's from Happy Hour Sports. I'll have to look at the, the, the writer, but. I mean, uh, what the hell? I mean, are you serious? Yeah. I mean, it dumped off their aging failed players. Uh, Anya Ma is a failed player. Caden Ellis is a failed player. I 
Saints, why we I know some Saints that were right. mad that some of their players came to us. So, yeah, I so mean, I'm not yeah. really understanding. That's why we need you right there, Lisa, is like to counterbalance <laughs> that bullshit. No, I'm, I'm dead at yeah. that. Yeah. Sometimes people just be putting anything out there. Yes, they do. Yeah, that was, that was, I just called my, cause I was like, I was thought, you know, cause I think by ESPN metrics, we are, have a 27% chance to win the division and the Saints have a 42% chance. That's, I think, wow. what they said. Wow. David Carr, man, it's got to be David Carr. I mean, like, that's, they, they think he's the best quarterback in the, in, in the division, which he could be, but I seriously doubt it, man. I got no faith in him whatsoever until yeah. he shows it. I mean, he had, dude, he had Devontae Adams, he had Darren Waller, he had Josh Absolutely. Jacobs. I mean, come on. Because um, then I, I feel like last year when Carl was with the Raiders and they played the Aints, they scored a whopping zero points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a whole zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, right. you know, he's on a different team now, but, I mean, that kind yeah. of offensive production, they put their faith in. Well, I guess you're saying in comparison to the other NFC South mm-hmm. QBs, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because you just don't, I mean, they don't have they have nothing to go off of. I mean, they have nothing. Right, right. I mean, yeah. Bryce is a rookie. Uh, you know, our four games with Desmond, yeah. and then you know Baker. I mean, Baker Mayfield. Baker hasn't been consistent. Yeah. In I don't know how long. Wow. I mean, yeah. he'll have he'll have a good game, and he'll look like he's never played mm-hmm. football before, and he'll have another good game, and it's like, yep. so you don't know what's going to happen there. And if he sucks, it's going to Kyle Trask. Who? Come on now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we doing there? So I mean, yeah, I just don't <laughs> see how you can, but. To me, that's just that's just lazy. I mean, you can't. You just that's just not looking at the the full the full. That's not even that's not even my bias speaking. That's just like yeah. just look at it and see what happens. See what you know. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Millie Mills, what's cracking, man? Millie Mills. Brian said, "I think this is part of their plan. First two years was a, was a war wash. They can get rid of the dead cap this year. Yeah, yeah, able to compete. Short term, long term plan. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah." Yeah, and I mean they did the best they could with what they had. Yeah, I mean, and we know that. So yeah. we had to come exactly. off of those contracts that were albatrosses. So and we did well with what we had. We really did. Yeah, yeah. A couple of plays here or there. We could have easily been ten to seven. So yeah, yeah. we could have made the playoffs with what we had. So yeah, they did well. I mean, it- yeah, I mean, you have Matt the first year, which is Matt. Matt's obviously not the ideal quarterback for this offense, you know. I mean, and he, but and they worked it out, and he did well. He even got Russell Gage yeah. paid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, like he, he had a hell of a year with Kyle Pitts. I mean, he knew how to use him at least. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, that's which is funny, man. That play callers podcast, by the way, um, uh, when they were talking to Kyle, and they talk obviously oh. they, bring up, they bring up the the Super Bowl, of course, um, because they talk about. 2016 season because it was you know just we were just killing people right i mean like the points was out of this world and kyle was saying you know well you asked me you know if i'm going to be conservative or if i'm going to be aggressive in this situation she's like my personality is to be aggressive he's like but you know as you get older you realize that maybe i shouldn't you know maybe i shouldn't drive that fast maybe i shouldn't you know yeah. feel like retrospect he would have ran the ball you know he would have not on the ball three times and mm-hmm entire game so mm-hmm. it's like he, he kind of goes into that that's the most i've heard him talk about it you know mm-hmm. i mean get that that evening um but you know i think if we if he stays you know if, if i mean we we would just kept rolling man like his the way oh, he, yeah the way he schemes things is like mm-hmm. he sees it differently you know and that, like i said that that i, I can encourage anybody to listen to that play callers podcast it's really damn cool you got um, me intrigued i'm gonna check it out for sure it's really yeah. good they, they did really good I'm, I'm i'm only three in right now there's five total it's about i think it's mm-hmm. about an hour each one mm-hmm. but um 
it's just it's really neat. It's like I said, just seeing how they kind of came mm-hmm. up together at Washington. They talk about the time with RG three up there, mm-hmm. um, and how like you know his Kyle's dad Mike you know drafted him, and like they were, had a perfect fit for that offense. Mm-hmm. And then RG three was on there talking about like you know the injury and like you know he's like I do think that there are people that there need to be people on the sidelines that can protect the players from themselves because he's like if you ask any player that's hurt they're going to still try to play. And he was mm-hmm. like, you know, I probably shouldn't have kept playing, you know, but I needed somebody to tell me to get out that game, but there wasn't that part of that person mm-hmm. there. So, you know, things in that year, I mean, you know, if y'all, I mean, y'all that don't remember, RG3 had a ridiculous offensive rookie of the year that year. He was I mean, passing, rushing, everything. Was, and, and I mean, you, you listen to how like that year, right? Alfred Morris was killing I, it. He had a thousand sixth, yards. Sixth round running back, right? Yep. And that leads us into our next topic, man, these running backs. So the 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 it, they came and went the whole uh, franchise tag thing, right? So Tony Pollard, um, what's his name? Saquon, Saquon mm-hmm. and um, third dude. Who's the third dude? Just mind blanked on it. Oh yeah, um, mine did too. Anyway, they all uh, they all didn't get franchise and they all didn't get extended. Um, mm-hmm. And they came out the average salary of a running back is actually less than the average salary of a kicker, uh, mm-hmm. except for a few. So it's like, where do y'all think this running back thing is going? Because you talk to most everybody that builds rosters, and they all say, you know what, drafting a running back early is just not smart because then, then you know, three to four years, you have to pay them if they produce, right? And if you don't, you just look up, that's, that's a bad precedent because then you look like a bad organization. We're not going to reward the guy who's done well yeah. for you. So it puts you in a weird spot. And then and people have been criticized, and obviously we've got criticized for taking uh, – Bijan, you know? mm-hmm. right and so to my my comeback is he's not just a running back and i, I mean yeah. i think that's and we've talked about the whole positionless football thing you know if you're if you're telling me he's going to line up at receiver how percentage of the time and running back percentage of the time mm-hmm. then he's worth more than a typical yeah. running back would be worth so i'll be mm-hmm. fine extending him if he's that type of player on the offense if he's just that type of player i get it like you know you can replace guys you know every four or five years and i, I mean some fit certain schemes better than the others, but overall, the actual just like say Tyler type of running back, yeah, that's probably not going to get paid because they can just kind of replace those guys, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that's, but to see Saquon, I mean that type of talent not get paid, mm-hmm. Tony Pollard to come out what he did, um, and I'll think of the third one in a second if y'all can if y'all want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find play. it. It's driving me crazy, um, but. uh just nuts man i mean it, you could be seeing a shift but like that it kind of started with shanahan like yeah. <laughs> that, that whole scheme that shanahan ran mm-hmm. showed that you could like you're running the zones josh like, jacobs josh jacobs that's mm-hmm. it. golly we just talked about him um but yeah i mean you're, he kind of showed like if in that zone rushing scheme you don't have to have a guy that's just the first round pick you could have a good mm-hmm. runner with good vision but that the blocking setup he talked about he, he talked about how you could run the, the he, he figured out how you could run the, the zone blocking scheme out of the pistol formation. Mm-hmm. So you know it wasn't giving away what you mm-hmm. were doing to the defense. Mm-hmm. Like he's it's just wild, man. It was like it's really cool to to listen to him talk about it. I still don't wish anything good to happen to him because I'm just petty like that. Oh, but, I am too. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's right. It's a double edged sword. Like you're happy, like I'm. You're thankful he was here because we had an amazing season, right? I mean, just yeah. an amazing season. But then you screwed us in the ultimate game. So it's like, yeah. 
you know, I still can't yeah. wish anything good upon you. Uh, yeah, but, I can never forgive Shanahan. So I can't. And I'm I can't. the same way. I don't. I don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, but, I wish I could nerf ball him. You remember those nerf guns when you were younger? I man. could nerf him. Nerf yeah. ball him. But oh, uh, how did you guys feel about Derrick Henry's tweet? He said something basically to the effect of the NFL should. What did he say? Basically, get rid of the running back position. This how you're going to treat it. But I wouldn't go that far because we know that you know. The football I grew up on, it wasn't this, you know, air rate, you know, air race that we see in today's NFL. I feel like, you know, especially like, you know, in inclement weather, you're going to run, you're going to rely on the running game instead of the passing game. So running backs, and I mean, just think our most successful, you know, um, when we had our Super Bowl run, you know, it was Freeman and um, Tevin Coleman, Uh you know, the running, those two, I love, remember? I love, I love them too. I talk about them all the time, Lisa. The outcome, Ed Coleman hadn't got injured too, as well. Remember, mm-hmm. so you know, so I mean, you know, do you take them high? Maybe not, but I mean, I do think there is. I think there is some disparity, as we saw by the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think the NFL needs to address that. So, yeah, and I mean, I don't well, know I gotta that. Say this oh, and, go ahead, Mike. Sorry, buddy. It, and it'll be a, it'll be slightly harsh. Um, because I have friends of mine. Now, if you have a job that you work in like um, Amazon or you work in like a warehouse, you might be unhappy with your pay a lot of the time when you have these jobs. But the reason why you get paid, the reason the reason why you get paid the rate you get paid is they can easily replace you with anybody else. So if you messed up, they could swap you out the same day with like an elderly person with a person on the spectrum like the like you you don't have a skilled job set like when they feel like oh i could swap you out and the same thing will get done the same production you have no leverage so what i'm saying is at a running back position you have to be exceptional and not only do you have to be exceptional you have to hold out you you got to stand on what you stand on if you take the money you can't really i understand it's unfair but I feel like you got to be exceptional. If they know they can swap you out and they get the same production, there's no, you have no leverage. If I can, okay, you you saying I owe you how much? Okay, bye. I'm going to get a rookie and he'll he'll get a thousand yards just the same. You got to be Barry Sanders. You have to be exceptional to be able to command, young, I can do something that no one else can do. So I can, I have leverage. When you can't do that, man, I know it sucks, but you have, that's the way the world works. That's the good. That's the way it go for like your girlfriend, your boyfriend. You need leverage. You need to be able to do something or be good at something that the that they can't, you know, readily swap you out. You would be surprised if your your husband, wife, if you get you get beside yourself and you become regular, and these people could swap you out, or they'll swap you out. So you got to be able to cook a little extra. You got to be able to do a little extra. You know what I mean? When they come down to it. You need to be able to do extra. You need to make yourself valuable. So I just say, man, you work harder. You do. I don't know how you improve as a running back. I'm not a running back, but I agree with them. I think that you got to be exceptional. And if they can swap you out and they get the same production, you have no leverage. But you got to make yourself so they can't just swap you out and put anybody like I love Tyler, but he don't look exceptional. Like, oh, my God, I, I never seen this before. It appears like, dog, if we swapped you for somebody else, we could probably have the same type of product. And you can you have no leverage when it comes to that, even though that sucks. Because I love Tyler, 
but you can't command pay with that. That's all I'm saying. And I sucks, but you can't. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Jr. brought up a good point last night on uh, on pound for pound. He said, you know, lot, you know, could some of it be due to how how quarterbacks are paid? Because mm-hmm. I mean, even mediocre quarterbacks are yeah. paid. I mean, like yep. they're overpaid to an extent. Yeah, you know? for I sure. Mean, because of the how valuable that it's position. How the market is. goes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I mean, how it is, in, you know, how it is in high school. I mean, if the best athletes in high school end up being running backs, you know, yep. because you can, it's different in high school. You can run all day long. On yeah. in high school, if you if you have that stud of a running mm-hmm. back, you know, look at look at Derrick Henry's high school film. He looks like a freaking giant out there, mm-hmm. like just running over folks. But you know, it, you could see it. it, could, it this, you know how you know how somehow in the colleges and when they go out and they they could they scout folks and they just like there's no there's not a position. They just say it's an athlete. Yeah, like, we we could be seeing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I mean, like you know, he there could be more Bijan type of guys as this trickles down. You know, mm-hmm. that's like okay, I, I'm I, I can run, but I can also catch passes just as well as a receiver can yes you so you can that. make yourself more the more you right. can and do, i can more, block right the more the more you can do the more valuable you are basically mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like they're the traditional running back you know that we've seen over the years maybe yeah i mean that may be because yeah. you still need those guys but like i said mm-hmm. it's uh you've the different offensive schemes over the years have just mm-hmm. kept showing like you can get by with Third, like Isaiah Pacheco last year, yeah, he was sixth yep. or seventh for the for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it happens every year. I mean, our own guy mm-hmm. Tyler, fifth round. I mean, yeah. like a thousand mm-hmm. thousand yards rushing. You know, what I mean, yeah. so that was a pleasant surprise. Like, we saw really that coming. Yeah, I did. Man, I no him. diss to him either. Guy. He's a great player. I, I wouldn't. I'm not trying to diss him. I love him. Oh, that dude, that was my guy. I knew I yeah. had. I had some. I was like, I watched. That's the guy. At least that's the guy I wanted out of out of the draft. Yeah. Like that was. I called him early on. Like that was okay. the only the only, only one I got right. But uh. yeah, sorry, right. got one of them right. Um, Jamal said, uh, "What do you fellas and lady uh, expect Zach Harrison out of year one?" Oh, I'm a. I'm gonna hand this one to you, Lisa. What you expect from Zach Harrison year one? Fresh out the gate. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, didn't really follow him, so I'll defer to you guys on him. Like I'm a like I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't expect him to start off fast. I expect him to build, but I think he'll uh, two like two and three. I think he'll be exceptional. I just but I don't expect him to start fast. Right. Like, yeah, I expect yeah. him to get better over time. But I didn't. I, it's hard to just come in the NFL and, but that's not a thing. Well, at that position, unless you're just an exceptional pass rusher yeah. in the in college, you know, it, it, there's definitely a there's definitely a little adjustment period because you all yeah. of a sudden you're seeing tackles now that oh. can stop you. You know, they yeah. can, you, you, that one move that worked for you in college doesn't work anymore. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the thing with Harrison is, and I mean, yeah, like you're right. Like I don't think he'll just be. I think he'll be part of that rotation at the mm-hmm. edge. And I don't think there's going to be. It'll be kind of depending on who we're playing, but. Mm-hmm. Zach doesn't have to be amazing this year. He just has yep. to be good against the run like he was at mm-hmm. Ohio State. Uh, he's got long-ass arms. He's got – he's tall. He's Strong, a big man. dude. So, Strong. like, I, I mean, I said a few – I think it was a few shows ago. I don't – he never reached his potential at Ohio State. Yeah. So, I think – Shout out was, to Dan. Yeah, exactly. I think he'll reach his potential here, but especially with the coaching he's got around him and the guys like Calais and I mean the all the experienced guys he has around him. I think mm-hmm. if he wants to put in the work, you now he can like Mike just said, two or three years from now, you're probably gonna be seeing the best mm-hmm. version of him. But uh but we'll see. Uh Brown people said Carr is very inconsistent. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean put it lightly. He is. Jamal yeah. said Derek Carr has the most interception and fumbles combined of any QB over the past five seasons. 
Learn that watching first things first. Wow, I didn't even know I that. Thank, thank you, Jamal. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> Another PR, PR. What's going on, man? What's up, man? It's been a bit, man. Good to see you. Good Love to, to see have you, man. man. Base does have cars Bates number. Bates. That's right. Yep. Intercepted him last year, I believe. <sighs> oh, he mentioned that. Didn't he mention that in a Falcons right. interview? Right. That was one That's of right. his his favorite um, interceptions. Was on car. That's mm -hmm. right. That's great. Uh, Chef said, I laughed my ass off. Ellis, Ellis played great once he started toward the end of the season. Meaningful games. Calais is great for the locker room presence. Still has some left in the tank. Mm -hmm. But is healthy when solid. Yeah, that's what I said, man. Like, if Bud stays healthy, he said all the right things, man. He wants to be violent. Hey, man, go be mm -hmm. violent. I'm all about it. And I feel uh, like we can't underestimate veteran presence. Y'all remember how um, – Vic Beasley uh, flourish wow. under Dwight Freeney's, mm -hmm. um, you know, mentorship. Yep. I mean, I know, he, yes, Beasley, he's older. If, if Vic Beasley can do it, I mean, anybody <laughs> can do it. come on. Man. <laughs> if yeah. he can get it done, anybody can get it done. I mean, I, I guess I just don't, you know, people are like, oh, he's old. I mean, but, you know, he still has a little bit left. And I think he understands his role, which is really to coach up these younger guys. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, you can't unvalue that, in my opinion. Millie Mills, Clark Phillips, man, don't do that, man. I, I, I love Millie Mills, but he too realistic. He too realistic for <laughs> out of your realistic. fucking mind, buddy. Like, somebody cutting uh, Phillips? Somebody cutting Phillips? Clark mm -hmm. Phillips, nah, he's saying slot QB with uh -oh. Come on, man, you gotta, and you think, uh -oh. man, have you seen Desmond he's, Arm? He's, he's on, got, he's got to take Play it. action pass, come on, Millie, give me, come on, Millie. He's got to take, uh, I think Des, I mean, Alfred's going to have the, I think Al, he's going to take that job from Alfred because he's going to, he's going to yeah. fight like hell to keep that. Yep. And I think he will, I think the Alfred's going to keep that Clark job. Man, I love Clark Phillips, let's go. Um, and then the the twenty plus yards, man. I think the run games open that right up, man. That's what I I'm think saying. If you're, Play action, if, you're, really? if you're running well, I think that's going to open that right up, man. Um, yeah. Speaking of the Alfred, were y'all on Twitter where he re, where he made a post like, which podcast should I join? Did you, oh, yeah. did you guys did y'all put y'all name in? Okay, oh, we sure as hell did. Yeah, and he uh, we got a bunch of so hey, anybody that liked that or retweeted that, thank y'all because he uh, he went and liked one of our posts and so. Oh. Okay. Maybe who knows? Maybe he'll reach out. Maybe they'll hook him on. Yeah. Never know. Out yeah, of your falcon awesome. mind. Let's go D. Another PR said Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that was another running back. You know, the, I mean, the, the Vikings didn't bring back Dalvin Cook. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, Austin Eckler, yeah, it was in that mix before. Exactly. That was my man. Austin, yeah. I mean, yeah, just nuts, man. He said, "Are we becoming Canadian football?" <laughs> Duh. Hey, so I got a question for you, Miss Lisa. I got, I got one for you. You've seen a lot of Falcons over the years. I'm, I'm asking you, who is the most underrated Falcon? He can be known, but just somebody you feel like he was he's really good. He contributed so much, and we really don't give him the credit that you feel like he deserves. Or he didn't really have the fame or like the popularity that you feel like his talent garnered. Oh wow, gosh. Oh, I got 10 of these. You on the wrong really? team. You got to come on, man. You want out of your phone? We have 10? Like, what position? No, I'm saying I got 10 crazy questions for you. Oh. <laughs> come on, man. No, but I'm but I'm just asking you, who did you feel like? It, it could be anybody. Who do, who do the fans just not give the due credit to that you feel like? That he was damn good, but we really kind of, he just don't get his due from the Falcon fans. God. You mean current? Oh, you said current or past yeah. players? Oh, oh, it don't matter. See, I love shit. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stump you twenty times. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great one, Brian. Brent Grimes, you're damn right. Good one. Keith Brooken is another one. 
Oh, I do. I did like Brooking. Um, I remember. I remember Brent Grimes' wife more than I remember. Hey, she was off go. the chain. <laughs> His wife, my God, yeah, she was brought all the smoke. Like you didn't. Serious. You couldn't play with her, man. Um, but golly. Just a player who you personally like, damn, he is really good, but he's just not a famous type of, oh, my God, player. But who you saw, like, I, th I feel like he's a really good player. I mean, the ones that are easily coming to mind, I kind of I, I kind of don't want to say it because he fell off in the end. But initially, I liked him. And, and one big reason I liked him because he helped us win a pivotal game against the Aints, but Debo. Um, I mean, he's no longer oh, there. You go. I love it. Um, so, and even though you know a lot of people are like, oh, he's undersized, you know, at, in his prime, he did have speed. Yep. And I'll just never forget that red zone int. I remember Breeze was driving. Oh, um, this, it was our first. It was our first. Um, the bands had just opened, so it was you know our first game versus the Aints at home, mm -hmm. and they were about to win. I'll, I'll never forget that game, not only because of that, you know, game saving int. But, you know, of course, you know, after the game, when, you know, the game is, you know, over, you know, we turned up, you know, we hiked, leaving, and I have video, I'll send it to you guys. You know, I'm minding my business, cheering, laughing, having a good time. Three old eight ladies came from behind me talking about, but well, we still leading the division. And I was like, who are they talking to? And they were talking to me like, I'm, they are behind me. I guess I was having too much fun. I guess it bothered them. Yeah. They roll up on me talking about we still leading a division. And I was just like, congratulations. Like, what you want me to do about it? You didn't win the game today. Like, it was, yeah. <laughs> I, I have video. I, I will send it to y'all. Because I'm just it. like, I know you're not trash talking me leaving my bins. <laughs> and they were older ladies. And I didn't want to, you know, I mean, I wanted I wanted them to know what time it was. but Because I was filming. So I yeah, had it all. Yeah, I was, you know, I was like, wait a minute. You talking to me? You got the right one. I love it because he he really was good in his prime. He really was. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That was a great one, Lisa. I love. Billy it. said, uh, "Oh no, Finneran and Big. Oh my. Yeah. Yep. I think Finneran. I mean, we knew what we, we knew the value he added. He was yep. solid with Big man. Yep. I've, I've met him a couple of times. He's. Yep. Cool. I've been I've been trying to get him on the show. Oh, okay. He ain't responded yet, but you know, I keep trying. I'll see what yeah, I can do. I'm going to you like this. If you ever get Matt Ryan and you don't shout me out, I'm blocking you on all <laughs> platforms. Okay? Matt Ryan, out of your falcon mind. I love it. I still have go. my Matt Ryan jerseys, and I still wear them. So. I do, too. Absolutely. What's caused record against the Falcons? Zero. Thank you, Chase. Zero the Falcons. Thank you, Chase. Woo! I'm ready, y'all. Someone had a proposal to make. Running back okay. your contract, you know, give Instead him a of the, yeah. I agree with that. I would I would be okay with yeah. It's fair. That's yeah. Agreed. And Byron says Zach Harrison may see a yeah. few snaps, but he's gonna be learning under Campbell and Dupree. Yeah, hundred percent, man. So yeah. I gotta ask you this, Lisa, too. How you feel about Troy Anderson? I think I think he's gonna come along. Um I'm not I, I'm okay with Troy. Okay. I am. I know some people didn't like the pick. I'm okay with it. I do I, I love it. Okay, love it. Kevin Chip Coleman said, Kevin Coleman is a good one. Brian Peoples, I love it, man. Babineau Oh, was, yes. Like, you don't understand. Babineau, like, he was one of our franchise players. People yeah. didn't underrate him. <laughs> yeah. You think so? I think well, after yeah. he left, I think because we were so – after he left, other than Grady, we were so shitty in the middle there. It's like you forget yeah. how – because you don't understand what you got till it's gone, man. And then you, you can't get I no pressure this out anymore, man. That the, that the fans, they appreciated, but they didn't appreciate him how they should have, was true fun. 
Trufant was damn good for a long time, man. And, but he wasn't the same after his injury. Oh, and I think that's yeah, where, you know. Yep. He was damn Sanu's good. Sanu's a good one. Oh, I love Sanu. Sanu. TQ's Juan a good Graham. one. Hey, that's Miss Pam. They don't even get what he allows Grady to do. They still don't get it yet. They still don't understand. <laughs> Kiara said, I curse all <laughs> Oh, I'll see the video. They had me hot. Oh, my goodness. Me too. I'm giving everybody the smoke. You know, all these people with these low expectations, let us start winning. I'm tweeting everybody. They're getting the smoke. And I, I, I'm keeping the receipts because free shots don't die. I love it. That was a good one. He was very pivotal and uh, um, during our Super Bowl run. I I agree. That's one I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Play perfect covers and drop. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. Butterfingers on the oh, INTs. Hey, easy. I'm old too. Hey, I'm old. Hey man, come on. You know, oh, man. that's a so, good question, though, Mike. I mean, I, I wasn't prepared for it, oh, but you got man. me thinking now. Oh, but yeah, Patrick DeMarco, Patrick DeMarco. Oh, Alex Mack. Oh, yes, Alex Mack. He yeah, that was the pickup, like yeah. that. You know, he was pivotal in our Super Bowl run. You know, he, mm -hmm. as we found out later, he was really, really injured um, during that game and still was trying to push through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Alex Mack. Yep. Great. Before him, Todd McClure. Oh, thank you, John. You go. Yeah. You went back. Okay. Yep. Yeah, man. Harvey Dahl. We, we, we remember how nasty Harvey Dahl was. Harvey Dahl was defensive, nasty. Yeah. Man, defensive lineman did not want to play him, man. No. At yep. all. Um, so uh, I know Lisa's watched this. I just finished it last night. Mike, you got to watch it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what Quarterback you're talking about. Oh. On Netflix. So they followed Marcus, they followed Patrick Mahomes, they followed Kirk Cousins. Three things that I learned from it. Uh, I like Kirk Cousins a lot. I don't mm -hmm. know how you can watch it and not like him. Just as a person, like the dude's mm -hmm. a, just a great person. Mm -hmm. um, and he's definitely like that prototypical, like corny white dude from the Midwest. Like he, <laughs> he like I think it was uh, Padre or Boy on Twitter. He was like, man, I can't help but keep thinking of like Ned Flanders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's like 100% accurate. Um, Pat Mahomes may be the best quarterback we've ever seen play the game yep. when it's all said and done. That's also well learned. Um, and Marcus lost us some games, man. Yeah, really lost us some games. Yep. And then they they covered the part where he left, and you know they asked Art, and Art was you know he said that that conversation that they had it wasn't it they they he didn't talk about going to have that knee surgery during the conversation when he told. Mm -hmm him that they was you know choosing to start desmond that wasn't part of the conversation he didn't go into what it was said he said you know i need to stay private but that was that's not what we talked about mm -hmm. so he went ahead to go have this knee surgery and i guess they asked marcus you know obviously obviously you know the the everybody we all thought everybody thought that he just quit and left right and he said i don't know why that why everybody got that impression i thought out that this was best for everyone how the hell is leaving the team best for everyone when you got a regular quarterback coming in like, and I also, I mean, the Mariota uh, coverage for me, it really, I didn't honestly learn anything new. All of our assumptions were confirmed, at least for me, in in that net, Netflix documentary. I really feel like Mariota didn't take accountability. And yeah. I feel like, you know, 
and remember y'all because in real time things just weren't adding up um i was just like something something wrong with his knee that that injury was never on an injury report the yep. entire the 13 games he played mm-hmm. so not only was it not on an injury report the fact that you didn't tell your coach you know yep. once once arthur smith said that wasn't part of the conversation him having a knee issue it really put Ar- arthur smith in in my opinion in an awkward situation he's having to answer for Mariota's absence, and he really himself was in the dark. Because if you look at those press conferences, you know, he would say stuff kind of like, oh, he's not in the building. And they were like, mm-hmm. well, when is he coming back? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> that, I mean, I was just like, what is going on? Well, so, Lisa remember everything. And <laughs> word for word what you said. When you it, it was very like, Mariota, you, you're not yeah. serious right now. And my thing is, I mean, honestly, the way it read to me was he got benched, he was in his feelings, and he dipped. To yep. me, that's just what it was. I, um, I agree. And and that the documentary, I was I was going into it when I first heard that you know Netflix was covering Mariota. I was hoping that the documentary would give us more insight into his thought process, yeah. how things played out the way they did. Um, you know, sir, you were five and eight five and eight when you got benched. What did you want Atlanta to do? You know what I mean? Um, and some of the, and I think it's not only that we lost, it's how we lost. You know, we lost games on your play. Yes. Um, yes. So I just don't really know. And, and you know, him not really being there, you know, to mentor Ritter the last four games. I mean, you know, Ritter was fine. I mean, that was his mm-hmm. shot to do his thing, but I guess I just don't understand why Mariota doesn't understand why why we drew the narrative that we did based on the information that we had. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to be like uh, that. I would love to like articulate it, but it's just street with him. It's just man, you just a fucking sucker. Like you just a fucking sucker. Like you did some sucker shit. Like you, the, the the thing I talk about, man, Matt Ryan, that y'all skip over. Okay, to play on the field. The man was a professional to the definition on and And he got benched twice and he was still on the cold sideline professional or every single time no matter what was going on i don't care when we was jerking him professional in the media the whole time so for you to get benched or to have struggles that you caused with your play it wasn't that we was picking on you man this man when it got you had faith in you he took a chance on you and you embarrassed the man. And then yeah. that's what I'm saying. To walk off when it's a rookie that you could talk to and you could you could help. For him four games, four yeah, more for weeks. Four games. I mean, that I know he just had a kid out. and all of that, but it just, I mean, it I guess I just down. don't understand, you know, why he wouldn't expect Falcons fans to feel the way we feel. I mean, yeah. you come from like you, you, you know, yeah, like you were like, well, person. I thought it was best for everyone. No. That doesn't make any sense under those circumstances. No, sir. You made a decision on your own. You did not inform the coach. So that to me, let me know, because to me, if it's a legitimate, you know, if you tell your employer, hey, I need leave because of this, then okay, you work through that. But Arthur Smith, because you could tell that he was he was not trying to throw Mariota under the bus, yep. but he was in an awkward position. And you know how he gets in press conferences, you know, he's a little snippy, mm-hmm. you know, because I remember one reporter when he coming back. I don't know, because he mm-hmm. didn't know. He didn't yeah, know. Yep. No, you just, he didn't you just know got... what was I just felt like, dog, to handle that when it's somebody that needs you who you could mentor through his experience and you choose not to do that, 
I never be, I don't even think that's like some manly shit to do. It's not being a man. It's not being a professional. It's, it's not, not being not professional being for friend. sure. It's not being nothing. It's, it's just a weak man. So I'm not a fan of you as a human. Man. Yeah, and I, someone asked me earlier, you know, how did I feel about, you know, Mariota in the documentary? I was like, Mariota wasted everybody's time. Because, yep. you know, we learned nothing new. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate. And I was actually a little surprised that Philly picked him up. You know, but Philly better hope that nothing happens to Hurts because <laughs> he's going to be throwing, you know, yeah. balls from, from his butt. From like his he butt. did in the Carolina game. Like, what was yeah. that? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to read between the lines with what, because that's when Arthur, that was what it told me. When Arthur said, that's not what we discussed. There you that's go. All, that, that's all, that's yeah. all I yeah. got to tell you. That yeah. we, that's just him that. telling yep. you that, yeah. And, um, but yeah, and, and Lisa, Lisa sent me this on the Fiegel, on a Philadelphia Eagles fan page. Moda, Mariota said, uh, I'm at the point in my career where I just want to enjoy the game. I want to have fun doing it. The scheme is very exciting for me. And the fact, the matter is, I feel like I can help Jalen. Where was now that you want to help. Man? Now you want to help. Now man. you want to help somebody. Okay. And, and if we can, Jalen, not even a rookie. If we can make Jalen a better player, then this team's going to be better. And a part to be a part of a team that uh, was a play away from winning the Super Bowl was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up on. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, the content so, of your anyway. character means something to me, man. And his he got poor character. I mean, yeah, I just it was just handled so wrong. I mean, yeah. like quarterbacks get cut every year. Or they, I mean, sorry, they get benched every year. Mm -hmm. They don't leave the team every time it happens. I mean, like you said, yeah, he had a baby. That happens too. Players have babies yeah. all the time during the season. They normally miss. Yeah. Maybe they might miss a game. Or sure. if you're if you're Jake Matthews, you freaking haul ass right back. Yeah, right. And play. So like. Uh, his heart wasn't in it. Once he got benched, his heart wasn't in it. He was ready to get up out of Atlanta. So Tony Romo handled that transition with the utmost class. Uh, uh, man, Fitzgerald for the Cardinals, man, he got put in the slot. He, he couldn't be handled it with the utmost. I've seen pe people way better than you have to transfer, have to transition, and they handled it with the utmost class professionally. You handled it like a sucker. Yeah, no. I think. I think he uh, and we'll end it on this because um, now we don't even talk about Marcus anymore. He's gone, but mm -hmm. he, you know, his wife said earlier in the documentary, like you know, when he got benched in Tennessee, that was like a, a really like down moment for him because that was it shook you know, his he, confidence, right? Because he he, yeah, he, he was a Heisman Trophy winner, you know, coming out of out, out of work. Mm -hmm. He never really experienced this type of like yeah. you know part of his you know being down and you know not not succeeding. So I think he thought you know having this second opportunity this is going to be it and then it happened again you know and it was just i think he just i mean i don't think he's just mentally yeah yeah no you know there for that type of thing to happen and you know oh well not, not our problem anymore and like you said hopefully Jalen stays healthy, healthy. For them, yeah. man and because uh, philly well, philly sports media will eat him up if oh, he pulls oh, up there and, and, up. and wets the bed oh yeah. my god Atlanta media doesn't even compare to some markets no, like Philly, no, New York, no. you know. So mm -hmm. he better toughen up. Hey, Jamal said hoop ain't been the same since he left yeah. Maddie. He, oh, that, right. That's quite as kept. It's a few people ain't been the same since few they left people. Maddie. Yeah, exactly. Who is hoop with now? Man, look at him playing like Sam this. Baker, Sam Baker, JJ, go with my man, JJ. What's up? <laughs> terrible. Sam Baker, my Sam ass. Sam Baker. So bad. Taylor oh, Gabriel. Taylor, uh, Speedy. Taylor was my man. Taylor. Speedy Taylor. Marcus is a lie. A whole lie. Yeah. 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 Just, that show is mostly about that. Yeah. Exactly. And it, that was cool, man. That you got to see like his relationship with um 
with with uh andy reed which was yeah. really cool seeing like how they go back and forth and his wife and his family life yeah. and you know like just everything about it, it was it was cool miss pam you said he quit he, he sure quit. Felt it. yeah i don't like no man, man <sighs> was running for his life instead of throwing well he was pits. overthrowing pits <laughs> But you needed knee surgery, yeah. You walked out the building just fine. He looks yeah, good in the, the design QB run all season. He was not hurt. I, he wasn't hurt. He just he just not accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care, Mariota, AK, Mr. Spinner Rooney pass quitted on us. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what me and Lisa talked about. It just pissed me off all the way over. Yeah, it did. Around. I felt the same way. Man, and like I you know, I've forgotten about brought they brought them up when they would yeah. show our game footage, and I was like, mm-hmm. dang it. Man, I, can't I was mad all over again. Yeah, yeah, the Saints game right up from the start. The bot snap. I'm like, mm-hmm. mother, here we go. Oh, it he just, kept doing that. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah. Not, Not Rooney. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, I got another one for you, Lisa. I, oh, come I, on. Birdo. I got to get my man Birdo. Oh, the, the funniest thing Mario said was once he arrived in Philly, I get to mentor a, a great QB in Hurts. Man, stop it. Hurts don't like he already don't need you. Like, he don't need you at all. But Desmond needed you, dog, and you rolled out on sucker. So I got got another one for you, Lisa. Lisa, Um, you can bring back one Atlanta Falcon of past, of past. You can bring him back for one year at the peak of his talents to help our team next season. You don't worry about money and all that pay, um, but you can bring back a past Falcon of any generation for one season to help our team next season. Who you bringing back and why? Easy money, Roddy White. Y'all, Ooh, Eric, got it. this wide receiver too, Roddy. Number one, Roddy's swag was just on point. He still reps the Falcons. Like, and I mean, you know, how things ended with him and Shanahan wasn't all that great. Uh, but he still, you know, reps the Falcons. But just how he rides for this team, he when you talk to him, he'll say we. You know, like, you know, he's yep. still very much a part of this organization. So that was easy breezy, Roddy. It. She had that loaded. She had that mm-hmm. loaded. I love, I love it. He's one of my all-time faves. I love it. Roddy yeah. White. 84. Matt Ryan is a true professional. Provided us stability and leadership for a decade after the whole big set. And don't y'all never forget that shit. Don't you ever forget. Matt gave us all for the Falcons. And we unfortunately brought in the leadership and talent he needed after he was done. It's kind of, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to buy him a ring and I'm going to mail it to his house. I don't care. If we win a Super Bowl, he should get an honorary ring. I'm sorry. <laughs> he yeah. For too long. Mariota played so bad. We was the show after episode six. It, I don't even, it's eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Like he really, once he got benched, yeah. there was nothing to cover. Yeah, yeah I did yeah, too. No, no doubt about it. It's like how you end it. Yep. Brian said, how can you help a QB? That's a run up in the Super Bowl and MVP. It make no sense. Yeah. Make oh, it, make well, it. anyway, how can Mariota? Because Mariota hasn't reached the levels of Hurts. He said, Marcus trying to ride the bench. There's no way around it. I pray we somehow play the Eagles in the playoffs, and he has to play. Ooh, I like that, Jamal. Although, yeah, Deion Sanders is who you bring back. Like yeah. Yes, oh, Jesse Tuggle, oh, the hammer. The hammer. Yeah. Yeah, got some Tuggles. John A. On defense, yeah. and I'm glad to see him being involved with the organization yeah, and yeah. you know him yeah. doing stuff. Yeah, we need a set. Yeah. What up, Tyler? Brooklyn, you know, Dion. I'm bringing back Dion. Fat boy Tyler from Fat Boy Fadeaway. No, That's I'm bringing Dion's back. Now y'all know who I'm bringing back. I won't guess say. 
No, of course you are. You know who I'm bringing back for the Super Bowl run. Matty Ice, come on. Of course you are. He could be 67. Um, I'm bringing him back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, finally, let's look at this roster. Okay. So, we're going to start with the cornerbacks. So, we've got – there's obviously a couple that's set in stone, right? Um, AJ is definitely going to be on the team. We know that, right? We would think Akuda is going to be on the team, right? Mm-hmm. Barring anything crazy. Mm-hmm. So then we're looking at D. Alfred, Trey Flowers, Darren Hall, Mike Hughes, Michael Ab- yeah, Micah Abernathy, Cornell Armstrong, Breon Borders, Natron Brooks, Clifford Chapman, Lucas Dennis from the uh, XFL, um, DeMarco Helms, which, you know, he'll probably end up being safety anyway, but uh, or is a safety. And then Clark Phillips. So there's a ton of guys in that CB room, man. Um, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think Darren Hall, I think we've no. probably seen the end of Cornell Armstrong. No. Uh, Breon Brooks, uh, Breon Borders. I'm sorry. I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. Lucas Dennis had a great year at, uh, in XFL, but I don't know about that. I mean, Clark Phillips, you would think obviously he's going to make it because of the draft pick. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, how, how do y'all feel about any 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 of those guys stand out? Anything anybody you think may not make that cut? Yeah, I, you know, uh, in preparation for you know the show, of course, I was reading up on you know articles that were written by it, and um, mm-hmm. the article I think it was on Falcons Wire has Hall on the bubble mm-hmm. that he has to show something. So, yeah. so th- that was that was the first name you said, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you Trey, think, John? Trey Trey man, Flowers say, is interesting. Man, I, I want uh man Mike Hughes back and uh D off. I'm I'd say that you and, and I, of course Clark, but I say you gotta bring back D and you gotta bring back Mike Hughes. Um, all those other people are gonna have some some problems. They're gonna have some struggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think anybody that I mean, granted, this is gonna be a new system for everyone because we can't really mm-hmm. at least on defense, it's gonna be yeah. You know, uh so they're gonna have not a clean slate, but I mean obviously the guys that are you know, like your AJ and, you know, the, mm-hmm. obviously you, you, you trade Akuda. You, you, you're planning on him being your, you know, cornerback too. Mm-hmm. That's that's the reason you trade for him. Um, that nickel spot, yeah, you're looking at Mike Hughes. You're looking at maybe Trey Flowers. You're looking at, you know, like we said, I mean, I would think just because he's of the year he had here that D. Alford would be in the lead for that position. back, man. Yeah, yeah. And I would think Clark Phillips is going to be just nipping at his heels, you know, the yep. entire season uh, to get on the field. And like these other guys are going to have to have really, really good summers, I think, to mm-hmm. yeah, to break into those guys because, um, yeah, that's just a tough group to, to get but into. But I would say this. I'm just happy it's some competition in that cornerback room. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see the best of everybody. Right? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to see the best out of everybody. There's no doubt yep. about it. Um, and then we look at the D-line. Joe Gaziano, Italian Joe, we got from the Chargers. Love Joe. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Goldman come back and see, Eddie Goldman's an interesting one to me because you know he's he, he hasn't played football in a long time yeah so to me he's not a lock I mean he was good when he was playing but he's not a lock at all especially with TQ there yeah coming back off of injury uh Timmy Horn man I think he played well when he was in last year he didn't have a ton of playing time but when he did he mm-hmm. was getting after it so like he's just like you said what's competition in the cornerback room they're going to be competition in the in the damn D yeah, line right. room too uh, but anyway, TQ, um, Zach Harrison, I just said Timmy Horn, uh, Albert Huggins, of course, Grady, mm-hmm. Anyamata. So our, our givens are Anyamata, Grady, 
Zach Harrison, TQ, those are our given guys. And I, I didn't, I forgot about also, obviously, Clayus Campbell, also a given. So our guys on the bubble are going to be Carlos Davis. Davis. It, and I can't even say, in a Chukwu, uh, that mm-hmm. we also, it was, I think, mm-hmm. undrafted free agent out of Rice. Um, the dude's big. He's six foot four, 266. So he may mm-hmm. have a, he's the type of size. It depends on what, obviously, what he does, but he's that size that Nielsen likes. Uh, Zach Harrison's going to be on the team and know that. Um, you know, so to me, you know, guys like Albert Huggins, Carlos Davis, you know, those are going to be the, in the Chuck Wu, those guys are going to have the, the fight uphill, I think, to make mm-hmm. it there. Anybody different for you guys? You bringing back Italian Joe? I don't know, man. I'm bringing back. Uh, come on, Johnny Yates. So why not? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, you know, he's he's good size too, but he he was kind of a rotational player for the Chargers. Yeah. He was nothing like, you know, mm-hmm. not a great, a huge piece, you know, uh, but he's still young. He's 26 years old. I mean, mm-hmm. like he's not not old or anything like that, but I mean – We'll see. You know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, man. I don't know. The interesting one is going to be on defense. I mean, some of those some of those position rooms are crowded, and I mean, I love that, Lisa. I love it because it's been a long time. Because the whole problem with with the season that we just had was when somebody got hurt, it was a wrap. Yeah, it was over for that position when somebody got hurt. So now, like, yeah, ooh, he said he think they had out for that safety. I can't see that. I can't see that either. But yeah, I just want D on the team. Yeah, I can see him playing nickel corner easy, but safety. I mean, you would think Richie Clark Grant's got that ass, got that locked up, and of course, nobody's taking Bates out there. So, I mean, like yeah, that's no. not going to happen. The interesting thing I went on Keith Smith now. Um, oh yeah, they were signing Keith Smith at the fullback, but you know, they're uh, the, I think uh, Clint, what's his name, Clint Radikovich or whatever. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he was hurt last year. Um, younger version of basically what what Smith is, but mm-hmm. Smith's also a real big piece on special teams. Um, mm-hmm. And he, you know, and that, of course, that's important to Marquise Williams, you know, special mm-hmm. teams coach. Um, so, I mean, he's definitely cheaper, but, you know, yeah. William Smith didn't sign a, he just signed a one-year extension, I, I believe it was, so it's not like he's we're paying him a ton of money. So he oh, probably just one-year contract for him? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there could, you know, he probably has got the upper hand. I don't see him having two fullbacks. I mean, yeah. If if I mean Clint would probably be the type of guy, you know, you see him on the practice squad. So if something did happen yeah. to Smith, he just pops right in, you know, it doesn't so but I think Smith probably got the upper hand on that one. Yeah. Um offensive line, we pretty much know, man. We know Lindstrom's gonna yeah. be in there. Um, we know it's gonna be McGarry at right tackle. We know Dalman's gonna be the center, we know Jake Matthews our left tackle. So really it's that guard position, right? It's gonna mm-hmm. be uh you know, Hennessy, you know, who's going to be in his, yeah. what, his fourth year now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Bergeron, you know, our rookie that we just drafted. Bergeron. So, so, to me, Bergeron probably has the edge. Uh, well, actually, no, I don't know. I don't know. He, he, I think they probably want Bergeron to go win it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that, that'll justify moving up to get him for sure. Yeah. Um, but Hennessy, you know, he's got to be looking at this as like, damn, I got to – if I can't beat out this rookie, I, I, I'm – yeah, you know, my fourth year of the career of my career, something's got to happen. So I don't know. Who I mean, you want, I, John? Personally, I want Bergeron to win it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same yeah. way. I mean, I want Bergeron to win that damn thing. Um, you know, and then the backup players on on you know, I think was it who just said that? Uh, J- Jamal said Jalen Mayfield. Oh, hey, he put scissors. Thank you, Jamal. Yeah, I mean, like, why is he? Why? <laughs> 
I mean, are y'all surprised? I mean, I guess they just wanted. I mean, it's more of an experiment at this point with um, Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're looking at you yeah, you're right. mad I mean, scientists to experiment with it. I mean, he's gonna he be, don't even need to be nowhere near football field, man. He need to be a bounce at a club. Right, he's not gonna. He, be he looked shook, I mean, y'all. Like oh he was. Yeah. I, I felt bad for the young man. Like. Oh, yeah, it was like he he was almost like thinking on the bench, like what have I done with my life? Like why yeah. did I decide to play professional football? Yeah, yeah I mean, but really granted, he was thrown into you know they weren't expecting you know the injury, so right. he kind of was thrown out there. But poor guy, Ooh. yeah. I mean his 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 best bet rough. now, his best bet now is to basically win that reserve role to back up McGarry because I mean that's that's his natural position yeah. to tackle, right? Yeah. I mean like and. You know, if everybody gets hurt, you put him in a guard, but like literally everybody, like I'd almost grab anybody else, you know, because we've <laughs> seen what that is at, at guard. That's not good. I mean, you know. Lisa um, said that she feels sorry for you. And then John said, like, everybody would have to get her. So you just, like, <laughs> just quit, bro. Just stop, bro. Just stop. Okay, we, we don't have time for that. Just go ahead and, and cut it. Yeah. Uh, uh, said, Javon Gwen said, could he push Doc? I think he could push him. I don't know. Um, I think they were only thing they were worried about with him, and I could be wrong, was his arm length um, mm -hmm. was not, you know, ideal for centers because obviously you got to be able to get out there on the guard before they mm -hmm. get on you. Um, but I know they love his mobility. They love he, he can he can get out and run. He's, I mean, he's a, as far as his athleticism, he's a great fit. I don't know if he can challenge Dalman or not. But don't tell me we'll John see. ain't the goat when he know people arm length. You know, <laughs> don't tell me John not the goat because I'm like what. John said oh, the only man. thing that serves me is his arm length. Jesus Christ. The that was pretty funny. But Gwen yeah. was on the bubble in a couple of articles that I read. Did you yeah. did you see yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. no. I mean because I mean seventh round pick. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's, so. it's tough. It's tough. You gotta, I mean, so that's you know, but he's also a guy that could be that practice squad type of guy, mm -hmm. you know, and, and get just get get in the reps and get better. Um just going back in the uh chat a little bit there. Gary loving Roddy White pick. Yeah, AK forty seven, Jamal, Terrence Mathis. How about hey, 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 hey hopefully. That's a good one. That's a very good that one. Shook my heart, man. I remember that. I love him too. Not as much as Maddie. Hey, not as much as Mike, but man, I do love him. I love that he still loved this city of Atlanta and still does so much for the city. I saw that he's throwing the first pitch at safe at safe at home game. I'm gonna tell y'all no other Falcon has done more for the hood of Atlanta than Matt Ryan. That's no that's not even a conversation. Do your research. That's very that's true. A real yeah I'm and I it ain't a rapper. Are you talking future two chain? No. Do your research. Google that. Yep. And then you look at the linebackers obviously Troy's not going anywhere. <laughs> um McCall Walker's probably not going anywhere. Um okay. and then you've got Dorian Etheridge, Nate Landman uh, as your two inside linebackers as well. Um, both those guys have a good shot, I think. Yeah. I mean, the, our linebacking core is not exactly deep. That's one of right. that's the one section of our team that's the depth's not really there. So I mm -hmm. think those guys have a chance. You know, of course, Caden Ellis is going to make the team outside, mm -hmm. you know, rushing. Uh, they brought in Tay Davis from Cleveland, who was mm -hmm. really a special teams guy. So I think he's going to have to really show out. Um, Mike Jones Jr. from LSU, they drafted, um, or he was a he might have been a rookie actually. Was, no, he didn't. They didn't draft him. I'm sorry, he was a rookie free agent signing. And I asked our boy Chris, who's an LSU guy, of course, about Mike Jones Jr. If y'all haven't heard, he said he is athletic as hell, but doesn't know gap A from gap C. So, oh, Mike Jones, yeah. So maybe they maybe that won't be a fit, <laughs> but yeah. who knows? Um, but anyway, uh, let's see. Then we have. Good. 
Yeah, LaCale London, which honestly, I'd never heard I didn't of. even know we uh, had two Londons on the team. Did you know that? Know. Nope, didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was told, like, I was like, we got two Londons on the team. <laughs> yeah, he's 25 years old. He's uh, six foot five, 280 from Western Gotta Illinois. love that. So, yeah, he's got some size on him. Uh, mm -hmm. And Andre Smith, a smaller guy from North Carolina, six foot. He's 26 years old. He's got five years in the league. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I think that beyond the guys we know that starting, I think it's just a toss up. I mean, mm -hmm. whoever goes out there and outperforms, you know, we don't mm -hmm. know enough about any of those guys to be right. honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, and uh, from at least their past. Uh, well, I told you guys, I'm going to go to the first preseason game in Miami versus the Dolphins. So I'll be mm -hmm. taking notes of, you know, who they got in and, you mm -hmm. know, to see who gets the reps, you know, in yeah. real time. So. You know, they'll give us you some hints. You have to report back, Lisa. You, gotta, you have to inform all of Falcon Nation because we can't go. So no, okay. Play. I got you. I got I you. Love I love that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Go to exactly. the beach too, Lisa. Have fun. Shit. Oh, yeah. That's definitely yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the more I look at it, the rest of the list, I think, the Mayfield's making this team too because we got uh, Ethan Greenridge who came over, I think, from the Saints. Might have been. He, he's been. He's a, he's a uh, tackle, a swing tackle as well. Um, I don't. Yeah, he's gonna have a tough, tough road to make this to, to mm -hmm. make this team. I think, which you know, nobody's gonna really shed any tears on that one. Chris Hinton as well. I forgot about Chris Hinton, yeah. offensive oh, yeah. lineman. So like he, mm -hmm. I mean, not Chris Hinton, but Kyle Hinton. I'm sorry, Kyle, Kyle Hinton. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, damn, I don't know. Man, he could he could have a, a problem. Justin Schaefer still there from the draft pick from Georgia. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. He's he, he's got yeah. A, he's got a long Schaefer was on my game. list on the bubble. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Tyler Vrabel might be it for him, Coach Vrabel's son. I don't think he'll make that final cut, but mm -hmm. we'll see. Bryant Barry Wesley, no idea. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and you look at the D, of course, the outside linebackers, Lorenzo Carter's going nowhere, Bud Dupree, Arnold Abiquetti, D'Angelo Malone. We all know those guys are making it. Okandeji, this might be he it. Gotta, he got he to gotta show something. Yeah, yep. He only got to show something. Yeah, he, he can stop the run, but he I'm didn't even do it that well last year or year yeah. before. Like, it was hard for him to get on the field. So, mm -hmm. it's going to be, man, it's going to be tough. And that's the thing, like, with him, like, he's that size that Dillson likes too, but he's going to have to show it. I mean, he's going to have to definitely mm -hmm. show it. Um, our kicker and punters, we, we know that is. Bradley Pinion and Koo's not going anywhere, obviously. Our QB room, Desmond and Taylor, right? Logan, yeah. Logan Woodside is going to be. Yeah, Woodside, uh, yeah. Woodside, yeah. Woodside, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna be your scout team guy. Um, a running back room, we know Tyler, we know Bijan, we know CP, uh, Caleb Huntley, obviously coming, which is an alien coming back off of that Achilles mm -hmm. this yeah. quickly. Um, but he could be again, maybe you put him on the on the practice squad, let him kind of, I think, yeah. or yeah, even I don't know, man, like it, that it worries me a guy coming off Achilles that quickly because. As explosive, yeah. as explosive mm -hmm. as that guy is, man, like that yeah, seems like that could go again. Thing. Yeah, that's his, that's his whole that's his whole game. So, and then Carlos Washington Jr., who we've had on the roster for a bit, um, southeastern Louisiana. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, again, uh, it, it, it kind of depends on injuries. We hope that's the thing with with camp. You just hope that nobody's hurt by some non contact yeah. injury. Yeah, you know that goes down. We just hope that doesn't happen, and then, you know things don't get messed up. Safety: Jesse Bates, Richie Grant, pencil them in. Jalen Hawkins going to be fighting Demarco Hellams. Um, I think Helms probably makes this team just based on special teams alone, um, and the fact you know, like I said, this. I mean, I'm a little bit biased because of Alabama, but I did see what he did at Alabama for his time there. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, is that Biscuit Man? 
Yeah, man. Biscuit said Jalen Hawkins is going to make the team. Biscuit, he going to make it. He going to make it, bro. Just calm down. All right. And, uh, and then we're, I saw it in the chat. Where'd it go? Oh, oh yeah. Now you got to answer that one, Lisa. You got I mean, answer. I already told you I was surprised he was on the trip to Germany. So that's my answer. What, what are we doing with Felipe Franks on our roster? We got so many tight ends. All right. So. <laughs> Kyle Pitts and John O. Smith, they're locks, right? They're not yeah. running. Parker Hesse was so in like big in our running game last year, and they love Parker Hesse. So I can't really see Parker Hesse not making it either. So that leaves Fitzpatrick, who didn't really get to play last year, uh, Tucker Fisk, and Felipe Franks. Franks is on my list. I don't, you know, and I, I guess there's a scenario that he makes a team like that he has some serious dirt on Arthur or somebody, but like, I don't, I honestly don't know how he makes it otherwise. Cause they're just, he doesn't, he never, he didn't even get in the game. Other than like special teams, like, and you don't need a fourth quarterback. Like you don't need that, you know? So like, I, and now you have that emergency con, um, QB rule. So exactly. I feel, exactly. I mean, when he played, I wasn't impressed with a couple of plays that we saw from Frank. Were you last season? No. No. Yeah, so I don't understand yeah, I mean, the point of him yeah, he, having a roster spot. And when he was in the, he gets in the preseason games to play quarterback, well, and all yeah. he wants to do is run over people, which is great. But then you he fumbles the ball half the time, so it's like <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't I'm okay with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then finally, man, the wide receiver room again, the locks that we already know: Darby Matt Collins, Darby, yeah, Matt, Darby, Darby, I mean, mm-hmm. Darby, the hype man. But I mean, I sir, that. I need you to be catching balls, like. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be on the on the bubble because you got. I mean, London yeah. obviously, Matt Collins, uh, yeah. Daryl Hodge, who I yep. thought played well in his little spurts yep. last year. Crowded room, crowded, crowded. Brought in Scotty Miller to be that take the top off yep. guy. You brought in Penny Hart. Um, you got Keon Harris, Slade Bolden. You brought in as well. Um, Chris Blair, JJ, our our Sega Whiteside. I mean, like Josh Ali. There's a lot. Of yeah, people. I mean the. the the only the only upside he has is he's been in the system a long time. He's been there longer than anybody, like some of these new guys. So he understands it. It's just a matter of him actually performing. Um, you know, love the dude, love the character, but oh. man, yeah, it's it's gonna be tough mm-hmm. to to really. Is there it. a benefit for keeping Josh Ali? Because I looked up his stats and it was zeros. <sighs> he had to just show out, man. I mean, he's had one year of experience. He's twenty four. He's six foot one ninety three. You're than John. <laughs> 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 it really is. He only had one year and didn't do anything. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it is I felt bad. I mean, because, um, what, and the reason I even knew who he was, he was at like some Falcons event and I just didn't recognize him. So I looked him up and I looked up his stats and it was literally all zeros. Kerry said, with all the competition we have and all the free agents we signed and the awesome draft class, I completely forgot about Mayfield in recent times. Jamal, you just made me mad. <laughs> Jamal said, in all seriousness, Mayfield was a rookie and hurt last year, but there's no room on this line for him. No, yeah. Maybe, Maybe field. <laughs> Good one. Jamal. May not field. Hey, I love you. Hey, you keep these coming. I love That's you. That's good. Good stuff. Uh, man. JJ said, that's, um, that's what I said, JJ. It's not even an experiment, bro. Like, you don't belong in the NFL. I wasn't saying AK-47 on the bubble. I was saying he for sure stand. Oh, okay. Big yeah. time. No, I, I already knew what you were saying. But AK was close to getting yeah. some. Yeah, he was close last year. So 
Jamal said, I think we have an eye on the linebacker. Now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Otherwise, why not resign Evans? Yeah, that's what that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still think I still think the whole Evans thing. I don't know if it's like I said, we don't know if it's money related or not, but I just think the way this defense is the way this team is kind of set up is they really want guys who can like do everything. Yeah. Or like do or at least do you know, you can't you don't have to be great in coverage, but you have to be decent at coverage. Yeah. You know, that was that's not Evan's game, you know, yeah. at all. But he's you know? a great tackler, man. Oh hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you want that middle, like thumping middle linebacker? Then that's 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 him, you know. Just like that man, we let go to Jacksonville. Don't y'all ever forget how good he was, mm. Curry. Lisa, I'm gonna try to make it. A oh, cool. Season. Hey, I was, I was just about to say, you, you have to hang out with Curry and turn up with Curry when you get down there. Yeah, let me know if you make it. Yeah, hell on to Okay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah, Jamal said Felipe and Darby getting cut. And yeah. Jamal said, yeah, he said it might be on special teams. Okay. He might be on special teams. Uncle Steve, was, what up, yeah. buddy? Uncle Steve, there you go. What's up, guys? Super late, but having to come support my girl, Lisa. Hey. hey. Lisa. Uncle Steve. That's my homeboy. But yeah, uh, said, you really understand the system. I, I don't even know who you're talking about. Probably Darby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would I'd tend to agree with that one there. Um, all right, guys. We're and lady. We are... What we are one forty two. We need to get to underrated overrated. What we need to do. Any well, any any other any other thoughts on the roster? Because it's, I mean, like we said, just to sum it up with a nice bow on it. We know we know what the position battles are. I mean, we've talked about it. It's going to be that nickel nickel corner. It's going to be the left guard position. I don't care who's running back one and two. It doesn't matter to me at all. Nope. Um, I don't care who wide receiver two. I I assume Matt Collins. Great. I don't care. Go score points. Yeah. Um, Felipe, if you're on the team, hey man, you just keep doing your thing, man. You've figured out the key to something, and yeah. um, I mean, I don't I'm know saying, what else to say. Man, um, man, he got pictures of somebody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He got pictures of somebody. Something I don't know, but yeah. uh, the, so I mean, kind of is you know, like I said, barring injury or barring just a standout performance by somebody out of nowhere that we don't mm -hmm. see coming, we kind of know who's going to be there. You know, it's, there's not a whole lot of mystery to it. So mm -hmm. you know, we'll see, but. All right, so if y'all have anything else, let's get to underrated over it. Brought to you by Old Humble Distilling Company. You get free shipping if you buy two bottles of bourbon. So go buy two bottles of bourbon with the code Variety Sports. I nailed it. Get drunk, but don't drive. Don't do that. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. So, Mike, you want to start it off, buddy? I'll start it off. Uh, underrated is, uh, I just learned this because I'm old as dirt. But um, y'all got to get the app for stuff. You know when stuff say get the app? Like, you actually get shit if you get the app. Like, it's it's beneficial for you to get the app. I know you don't want to put all that stuff on your phone, but uh, Starbucks app, if you go to Starbucks every day, I did it for years, and I just did I'm not with the app. They used to tell me, well, man, why don't you get the app? You get, all right, man, just, just swipe my card. And, and I mean that for everywhere. I mean, for almost anything, it's more beneficial for you to get the app. You will get free stuff. It's not a scam. You do get more with the actual app. Uh, I did it for years. I just don't get the app. I don't want it on my phone. I don't want it for you to have my phone number, my email address. Just swipe the card. And you realize when you get the app, how much you was missing, you would have wished you would have got the app. So just trust me on this one. Get the app. It's just underrated. I got the Starbucks app when they partnered with Delta. So now you can get Sky Miles. So right. that was when I, I you know, I mean, I, I'll go to Starbucks every blue moon. I'm not, you know, yeah. big on it. But, you know, but I do, I get Sky Miles. So that's yeah, why I do. 
I will not app. say how many sky miles I have now because it's a little bit embarrassing. Back yeah. to you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, who, who else got an underrated? John, you got an underrated? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got one. Um, okay. Underrated, man. Uh, and I just found this out. Uh, stretching, man. Stretching. As you get older, man, oh. you got to stretch, dude. Because mm-hmm. working out now, like if I don't take care of my body beforehand, mm-hmm. like I start feeling things and pulling things that mm-hmm. I didn't plan on doing and uh yeah so uh, i found this little 10 minute like hip mobility and like hamstring stretching thing i do it mm-hmm. every day dude it's i've been it for straight now for four weeks and it's uh changed my life I nice telling you man love yeah gotta do it johnny yeah. yates. circus olay johnny yates Can't not even close buddy not even close. i just gotta get just <laughs> just warm enough so i can work out and not hurt myself buddy that's all i gotta do just enough to move around man <laughs> i love it uh, come on lisa Okay, so I'm I'm going I'm gonna make mine football related. Um, okay. Over or underrated, the Falcons Aints rivalry. Oh, love it. Okay, and I I'll know. say why I think it's underrated. Um, I think it was either 2018 or 2019. Chad Ochocinco went to the Falcons um, training camp, and of course, you know he's very active on Twitter, so he posted like you know at training camp checking out the Falcons. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the Aints got mad, you know, that he went to Atlanta and not New Orleans. And so they hop on his Twitter, blow it up. And then, of course, Falcons fans, you know, respond, you know, so it was this whole thing. Mm-hmm. A week later, Falcons fans and Aints were still blowing up Ocho Cinco's Twitter. So mm-hmm. Ocho Cinco tweeted, hey, I didn't know the Falcons and the Saints hated each other that much. It's been a week and they still blowing up my Twitter. I think more national attention needs to be brought to this rivalry. So I'm going underrated for sure. I love that. I love that. Man, I got another one. How about underrated? I got one. Is the impact that dads have on the team that kids fit. I'm going to do, I'm going to, because she reminded me of that. I told you my story, so yeah. yeah. I love it because I just think that that's important, man. I just think that's the cool. I've said that 10 times on this show. But I really just think that it's the cool. I know it's expensive to be at the games and all that. But if you can take your kid out to a, it could be like a, a place that got all the screens. The experience of them being around that where everybody's screaming, just being in a jersey, being in a hat or whatever, your kid will never forget it. Right. Your kid will never forget. You will be long gone and your kid will never forget those moments. And even like John, uh, he gets to do, he get to play Madden with his kid. I just think that is the coolest shit ever. You get to talk shit to your kid and beat them or they beat you. <laughs> and you get to teach them about the game so, so they understand it and they know the coverages. But you also have have these little things where you get to bond with. They're asking how the school, yeah, you know, why are you kicking his ass? So I just really, uh, those moments that your dad has an impact on you liking the sport of football and the team you pick and the way you understand it. I just thought that's super cool. So that's underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time, man. Yeah. I mean, like you, like you said, I mean, like the, the ones that Liam's went to, like the, he still remembers his first Braves game. Mm-hmm. He remembers like, like never said, forget it. Yeah. 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 No, that's, yeah, that's huge, man. Mm-hmm. Um, even the smaller ones, like when we go to like, we went to a, a Rome game, a Rome Braves game. Just yeah, see, yeah. A few years ago to see Dallas Keiko when he's coming back from his, uh, from uh-huh. his injury. I mean, just random stuff like that, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And that, that, the trip, the triple A games call or the, that single A yep. team is like 10 bucks to, to mm-hmm. get into a game. So it was nothing. Um, yeah. All right. So overrated man, scuba diving, man, 
we're not meant to be in a water, man. I don't think so. Like, I'm sure it's cool down there and all, but mm-hmm. man, yeah. I've seen some videos recently. Like, I've got some friends and they've like had some near misses with some mm-hmm. sharks and whatnot. And I'm like, no, man, I'll go out as far as I can see. And then I'm coming right back. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> and if I can't see it, then I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like, we were in the, we were in the ocean, uh, and I think it was Hilton Head. And Amanda, my wife, she got stung by a jellyfish. Ooh. And oh, never saw it. Never saw it because the water's yeah. dirt ass yeah. brown. Yeah. yeah. So it's like she just felt something like around her leg, and all of a sudden, boom, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I just, and then, did, but my brother's huge. Like, my brother's scuba diving, he's scuba diving his whole life, you know. Got, he got mm-hmm. certified like night diver, cave diving, and like the oh, stuff you have awesome. to go with it. Dude, like, yeah. I get claustrophobic just even thinking about it. Like, yeah. I just, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm, it's amazing, but I'll just, I'll, I'll watch it on TV and see. Yeah. That. I just I yeah, I can't bring myself to do that. So yeah, I love two it. non-football related ones. It just happened to come up this week. But yeah. I love do you have one more, Lisa? Yeah, I got one more. Um, yeah. going to Falcons road games, underrated. There's I don't I can't really explain. Well, let me first say if you enjoy traveling, then it's a plus. And obviously, if you love the Falcons, that's a plus. So if you travel to see the Falcons, that's a win-win. You're gonna enjoy yourself, yeah. but repping you know your team in someone else's city and in mm-hmm. some in an opposing state it's just a different feeling mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people are like you know why spend the extra you know money and time to go to another city to rep your team and to watch a game but you know i mean like anything else if you if you can and if again if you like to travel and if you haven't done it i'm telling you it's a good mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. um it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. I mean, Carolina is just straight, you know, you go straight yeah. three hours, you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, if you're going to Tampa or New Orleans, it's a little bit of a longer drive if you're driving, but if you're taking the plane, short flights. So, mm-hmm. um, and you just feel different and don't dare win. Like, you know, right. you're talking <laughs> ish and other people, man, this is a great feeling to, you know, get a road win and you there and, uh, you know, to represent. So I really enjoy it. I always try to, you know, get in, you know, one or two road games a season. So, yeah, I highly recommend it for those I who can and want to do it. And shout out to one time for the fan because they they do that right. like nobody else. They Rise do. Up, like Rise no up one else does it. Um, yeah. I got one last one. Uh, what is underrated? Uh, the power of, of intentionally controlling your mind. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. I could have lost my shit over this past week about 12 times, <laughs> yes, man. I could have lost it. And I mean, I had oh. some situations that about 12 of them back to back to back that it was like I could have punched the wall. I could have jumped off the balcony. And I intention I would go for a walk and just talk aloud. I would say positive things to myself to calm myself down. I had the help of some other things, if you know what I mean. But I, I was, I calmed myself down. <laughs> and I'm saying, uh, I want to say this: if you can't control your thoughts, you're gonna get in trouble, and you're gonna have a depressing life because it's because the uh, the autopilot is always negative. It's gonna be stressful. So you got to intentionally be like, I can handle this. It'll be all right. Everything is all right. I'm calm. I can handle. I'm strong enough to do this. I'm going to stay patient. I'm. Calm. It'll work itself out. I don't got to stress over this. I got a good life. And just count your blessings. Here's everything that went right today. This is everything that I'm grateful for today because it will go to negative. And uh, I was so proud of myself, man. I, I didn't lose my shit. And I mean, they. I went through the ringer this week. 
But I'm proud to say I came out on the other side to join out of your falcon mind with minutes to spare. But I love it. Y'all have no so idea, man. Mike, be positive. Mike was like a step away from having to show his birth certificate to get a damn phone. Oh, like man. it was, it was yeah. bad. Oh wow! Just to yeah. get a phone, and I mean, just the fact that I had to move everything I already have gone through this year, and then moving, and then to get a cell phone, they put me through like I was trying to buy like a brick of cocaine or both oh, and it was the weirdest shit ever and it was so stressful but uh i handled it i handled it and i learned something about myself man like you can you can control yourself you can be in you can control yourself no matter what's going on so you don't have an excuse to be an asshole or to be negative you can always be happy or just turn on a comedy or just you know talk to johnny yates or just do just do anything you want to do, but uh, you can control your mind. If you can control it and intentionally think thoughts that calm you down, you will have a much greater experience. That's great. So, yeah, you're underrated. The power of intentional positive thought. I love it. Yeah. Mike said, uh, I said, Mike said, Curry, I'm sorry for calling you Mike. Okay, but we want in the same so I can do that. So Mike Curry, Mike, get the app. I got apps for all the places. I got all the freebies. Shoot, we are balling on the butt it really will help you out it really mm -hmm. will man yeah. man on my birthday starbucks gave me a free coffee i almost shed a single tear <laughs> it almost brought a tear to my eye I'm oh like, i got, oh, I got wow, a free got, nitro cold brew i love damn it. right i got the uh the duncan app too man and this week this month at duncan is double the points on cold brews and so you know i have cold brews pretty i'm much telling you all the time and john yeah. is john got three thousand points if that's the case i'm telling you <laughs> we were on a zoom earlier and i had a what yes, did I have? I had a cold brew. Yeah. Um, Carrie's underrated for sure, Lisa. I think it's one of the biggest robberies in the NFL. Ocho's my guy. Love how he interacts with all the fans on Twitter, meets up with them from picks yep. too. Yeah, absolutely. Let PR said parachuting. Hell no to that too. Ooh, no. Oh, wow. I did the I want parasail, but I'm not parachuting. Y'all did the parachute ride at Six Flags before? Oh no. Oh, back in the day, yeah. I mean how, yeah, but how like I did it too. But like the uh that I'm not scary. That seat does not feel safe though. Like that bar that <laughs> yeah. comes down, like it does not. Like, it don't snap. Yeah. It don't do a whole lot. Right, of that's true. And it, like it has a little give. Like you can, yeah, yeah. I remember. As soon as it drops you, like you move a little bit. Like you know, I was like, probably that's probably one and done for me. Uh, yeah, Jamal said that stuff not for me. Yeah, not yeah, brother, me. that's not happening. Um, I love to travel and I love the Falcons too. That reminds <laughs> me, I forgot to buy my tickets for that. One billion dollar Powerball, so I can travel to see my Falcons away games. Curry, we would love to have you. We would love to have you. Once for one time for the fan, it's live right now too. I need y'all to coordinate better because I'm a loyal supporter of both shows, so I got two screens up. Shout out to them. I love it's them. all good. We're almost done, and yeah, yeah. I did. I knew they were doing a pop up show. And hey, look, we're gonna be uh, we'll be we're gonna be collaborating very soon. Mm -hmm. So we'll have we'll be with those guys and girls uh, cool. very soon. Yeah. Um, Yes, the carries that feels so good. Falcons are going to win in somebody else's city. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And uh, I'll never say, yeah, lots of traveling. Lots of traveling. And Terry said, hey, I get a free Chick fil A sandwich today <laughs> with my points. So there you go. See? Shout out to you, Kerry, for your chicken sandwich. I love it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I'll end it with this, man. Underrated, man. You guys, the Falcons fans, have been watching us through this entire summer. Uh, with absolutely nothing going on except for hearsay and shitty articles people are writing. Not you, Lisa, because your articles are yeah. amazing. There's some people that write articles that don't know what the hell they're talking about, mm -hmm. uh, about our squad. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's been no, really no reason. So y'all are like the diehards, man, that's been watching and, and keeping with us all year long. Uh, we made it through the, 
through the uh, the tough time of the summer. Now it's ready, man. It's ready now it's time to go. You ready to rock, man? Rise up. You're gonna be there on Thursday. So anybody that's there Thursday, man, make sure y'all find us. I'll be wearing not this fucking hoodie because it's gonna be so damn hot. Yeah, it's gonna be hot. I'm gonna be wearing a t-shirt, but um, it'll have I'll have my uh, I love your Falcon Mind t-shirt on. Michael have his. Yep. Um, we'll be there. Hopefully, like I said, if you guys are there, man, come and say hey to us. My wife and my son will be there too. Um, he's gonna be the secret weapon to go get the autographs. So, yes. Um, yes. He'll he'll pop up there and, and play as well the kids. Oh yeah. So he'll probably wear a CP jersey and. Have his hat and on I'm gonna be in like a wheelchair with, with like <laughs> withered legs. <laughs> so, so they're gonna push me to the front of the line every single Dude, I'm, time. I'm, I'm pretty time. sure that Liam might be as tall as you, buddy, right now. Yeah, see, right? I'm yeah, pretty sure. Same size. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, but, I, uh, so here's how I want to end it. Shout out to Carrie. I love you. Uh, amazing. Thank you, Carrie. You guys are awesome. I love the positive vibes of all three. So, I want to end it like this. Shout out to you, Lisa, because mm -hmm. it's a lot of writers, but they, uh, I don't be always believing that they really as the fan that they say they are. I think mm -hmm. that they just wanted to write and, I, mm -hmm. and they could be a good writer, but they may not be a true blue Falcon fan. It take a lot to be a true blue right, Falcon. Right, of course. Because yeah. you could have traded uh, like 3,000 times in your life and you stuck with them. Mm -hmm. so, so shout out to you for number one, being a great writer, two, being a positive writer, three, being a, a real genuine fan, for coming on the show and five for just being a dope human being thank you oh i appreciate that it was yeah. great being on i appreciate the invite and again i love meeting you know other content creators and just other falcons fans period i i mean yeah i uh you know i could talk forever like you know, when me and um, John were getting ready for the show, i'm sure he didn't expect for me to just be tweet or you know dm I, it's like <laughs> A long list of just Falcons sending him pictures, yeah. like you know, of you know players I've met over time, and I know he's just like, I'm sure I have work to do, but I just mm -hmm. kept, you know, it's just I love it. I love talking about the Falcons. It's I think when you love it and it's genuine, you know, mm -hmm. that authenticity just comes out. So, love and it. I, um, like I said, I started following you guys. I love the content you create because um, he, you know, the skit, the the ten stages of being a Falcons fan. Yeah. He's like, oh, if you haven't checked it out. You know, check it out. And it's just like, oh, not only have I checked it out, I sent it to my group chat. You know, I have a group Thank chat. The Falcons fan, but I did this in February. Mm -hmm. I had already, I had already, you know, sent mm -hmm. it out to my people. So, yeah. Thank you. Love Lisa. it. Love you it. got yeah, it. Man. And I, yeah. And I'll add to Lisa the out of the box writing too, because I love the fact that you don't just like stats yeah. and yep. like straight to the yeah. point. Like, it's all different stuff. Like, I love that. Yeah. That's, and that's stuff, I feel like, you know, there's it's enough fun. of people that are kind of doing the stats thing and you, yeah. you guys are going to get that content. So mm -hmm. I decided I really want to focus on the fan side, the fan mm -hmm. side of being a Falcons fan, what that looks like. And again, you know, when I come up with an idea, you know, there's always, you know, a Falcons fan or a group of Falcons fans that I can meet and reach out to and, you know, get their side of things and share their stories of how they became a Falcons fan. I love those type of things. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of content that I'm creating. And, you know, when I do go on the road, you know, I'll be featuring, you know, because oh, I forgot I went to um, for the first time I went to Kansas City for the NFL draft this year, you know, talked to Falcons fans that also made the trip. Um, mm -hmm. Some were repeat draft attendees. A couple of us were, you know, first timers. But it's just, you know, why did you want to come? I, I, anything NFL 
I want to go to, you know what I'm saying? And I, I just like, let me just check this box. Let me just go. Never been to Kansas City. Again, I love to travel. I had a great time. We got to meet Roger Goodell. Um, you know, players everywhere, draft pits. Every- it was great. We had That's a great awesome. time in Kansas City. I love it. That's awesome. Well, you got to come back. You know that, right? Like, near you got to come back. Well, definitely. Have- it will definitely connect. You know, like I said, I'll be, you know, going to, um, you know, the, all the preseason games and then, you know, on the road. But, yeah, whenever you guys want me, just let me know. We can uh, see how our team is doing, see if our predictions about things, you know, come to pass. So there, mm-hmm. there's always things to talk about when it comes to our team. Oh, of course, yeah. of course, and we'll hopefully we'll probably see you at training camp too. Because I know that one yeah. day we're going. We'll probably we're going to try to make it for Saturday too. Okay, so. and yeah. I actually was going to see if I can make it for Thursday because that is the opening day help. for camp. Yeah, and definitely. So if I can uh, swing that, I will definitely you know look for you guys. Definitely, and before we go, tell everybody where they can follow you, find your work, all that good stuff too. Okay, well, um, the articles that I write are on bloggingdirty.com. Um, I typically do one to two articles a month. Um, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at AT is ATLISA30331. So again, pretty much just Falcons content. That's pretty much all I talk about. And I trash talk those ain'ts. That's what I do on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That. You got to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> That's part of the life. It can come with it. Yes, yep. definitely. And uh, Jordan said, great show tonight. You guys never miss. Thank you, Jordan. Great hearing from Lisa as well. Have a great week, everyone. You too, buddy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Y'all can uh, look, as always, man, hit that subscribe button for us. Hit the you know like button. Share us. You know, whatever you can do to get us out to more Falcons fans. We greatly appreciate it because it just helps us keep growing our podcast, our show, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you take us, hey, wherever you listen to us, it's great. Um, and we will, just so y'all know, that uh create a content creator meetup which lisa you should try to make it man if you're uh, if you're around it's going to be august i believe 19th okay um it's going to be at the taco mac in west cobb off of dallas highway so i'll, I'll send you all the details okay cool um, but it's like pound for pound big low oh sure uh, gritty, okay. like i think uh, I don't know if Chase is going to be there or not. But I would I'll, love I'll, to meet you guys. So, yeah. so, yeah, we'll all be there. Just in uh, if, like any any fans that want to come out, we'll just be hanging out, having beer, watching whatever's on TV at the time. It's probably a preseason game at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having fun. I got to find – JR did a whole, like, flyer for it. I just got to find oh, a flyer. Okay. But, so we'll be, we'll be putting that on social media pretty soon. But, uh, again, I think it's August 19th. It's a Saturday. Is that a Saturday? Am I, am I, is that, am I just – let me look at the calendar real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's a yeah, so it is, yeah, so that's right. August 19th. Yep. So what time is it? I think it's seven. I want to say, um, okay. well, I don't, don't quote me on that. Um, okay. so I was okay. trying to find the, I've got so many messages in here. I've got to find it, but yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to start plugging it more as we get closer to it, but you, okay. know, you guys can just plan on that. Um, but yeah, anyway, you guys can follow us on Twitter out of your F and mind on Instagram, TikTok. Now that Mike has a phone, he's going to start doing I got my here. phone back. Hey. I'll be TikToking this week, Instagram and all That's that right. stuff. It's just out of your Falcon mind, right? Thanks. On on those two. Um, we will on okay, next week's show is gonna be Tuesday. We're gonna have Scott Kennedy on from All Falcons. If y'all seen him, he has a great show on YouTube. Um, been around, been doing this for a bit, a lot longer than we have. So uh great content creator. It's gonna be Tuesday, either seven thirty or eight. Um, gotta get with him. I know pound for pounds on at seven on Tuesdays. I hate to overlap with those guys. They have such a good show. Um, so um, we're going to try maybe shoot for eight o'clock on Tuesday. Cause that's, uh, when we can get, when we can get Scott on and then Mike and I'll be at training camp on Thursday and we will likely do 
a show Thursday night just to talk about camp and yeah. what we saw and just shoot the shit with whoever wants to come by and, and get in the chat with us. So it's about to be that time, y'all. We're going to be putting out a lot more content than what we've been doing. Uh, you know, the once a week's not going to cut it uh, anymore as training camp starts. So y'all be ready, man. It's going to be fun. Man, I love y'all. And again, like John said, I just want to reiterate, thank you for joining us when there was nothing going on. We had a blast. Now with something going on, it's time to a turn up. Let's it's go. Turn up. It's <laughs> your time. Lisa, thank you again. It's been awesome. Thanks for hanging. Two hours. You're going to have for two hours. I can't. I love it. You, it went so quickly. Well, we, could, we could go another two hours if we really want to. We had to, I mean, but yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting hungry. I got to eat. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. So Lisa, thanks again. Mike, you got it. Brother. Take us out, brother. Out of your falcon mind. Peace.